Hey, hey, hey. How's it going? Well, we are here today on Sunday. Oh, I'm going to say, hey, Concrete, because I messed up the whole dog. <laughs> hey, Concrete. Hey, Dr. Bay. <laughs> hey, Sister George. How are you this morning? It's good Sunday. I am fantastic. How are you, Hans? I'm good. I'm hardly sleeping, but I'm good. Okay. Hey, baby. Um, how's your week been, Danny? Honey, it's been a week. Uh, nothing too crazy going on. It's just been a week. Um, same old, same old. Okay, okay, okay. Been okay. a lot of things done around the house. Uneventful, you know, that could still mean, you know, a good week. Um, yes. My week has been pretty chill. I have... I'm actually in Chicago. I drove down here just for a couple days, um, and I came to see my sister. She's in town from Arizona, so I came down to see her and spend a little time down here, and then I'm going to head back home in the morning, but my week has been pretty, pretty chill as well, and for those in the chat, you guys can probably already tell we have a special guest that has joined us. Um, Dr. Bay, how has your week been? My week has been very busy. Um, other than that, um, it's productive, very productive. It, it's, it's just real different not uh, doing graduation festivities this year. Other than that, we're good. Well, good, 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 good. Um, yeah, go ahead, Danny. I'm sorry. Oh, I wasn't going to say anything. I'm oh, just... sorry. <laughs> I'm getting feedback. But yeah, um, I'm sure you guys can tell by the title of the show that today we're going to be talking about cheaters, hence um, why we have our special guest joining us. She is going to um, definitely give us her input on the topic and give us her perspective as well. So um, let's go ahead and get into the topic. Okay, let's do it. Um, so the topic is cheaters. I'm sorry, we before we do that, Danny, I apologize. Um, Dr. Bay, do you want to give a little introduction? Because they're like, who is this? They're probably like, who is this woman? And, you know, do you want to give a little introduction, I guess, before we dive into the topic? Um, I can. I can give a little introduction about myself. Um, uh, hey, world. Um, I'm glad to be a part of uh, Sister George and Concrete Rose's show. Um, I uh, felt really... Um, I guess really sensitive to the topic of cheating because I know how it affects families and how it affects people and how it affects people's emotions in general. Um, I'm not saying I'm the expert on it, but I think I can give good insight on both sides of the topic. Um, and um, hopefully by hearing the conversation from our perspective today, um, it'll make men look at doing the things like that a little bit different yeah hopefully so i think like she said um i think it, it's going to be good to have three different perspectives from you know three different women uh three different black women from different walks of life and yeah hopefully it will give the men some more insight into you know cheating and how it affects women and how also ultimately it affects families in the black community so um sister george you want to kick us off sis Yes. So to you ladies, have you ever stayed in a relationship where you were cheated on and how did that affect you guys? 
you just gonna jump right into it. <laughs> you are no, no, I'm joking, I'm joking, but I was, you didn't ask, how do you know we've been cheated on? Is there like an assumption that all ladies have, have dealt with cheating at some point? Um, you know what, to be honest with you, and this is my motto show me a woman that's never be, been cheated on, and I'll show you a woman who's mind, who minds her business. That's kind of been my Ooh, motto. Oh, interesting. <laughs> That's, that's interesting. Okay. I, I've never heard that motto. Or I've never heard anybody put it that way, but um, that's very interesting. Um, Dr. Bay, I guess, do you want to answer the question first, being our guest? Ah, um, have all women been cheated on? <laughs> um, I would say some women probably have been cheated on and some don't know it. And then some women probably have been cheated on and know it and don't care. Mm. I, I think, you know, it's a fair assumption that most all women have been cheated on. I think the overwhelming majority of women um, that are supposed to be in a monogamous relationship. So we're not talking about situations where they entered into knowingly entered into a polyamorous relationship women that are supposed to be in a monogamous relationship have been cheated on at some point. Now, I know Danny was inquiring as to whether or not we've stayed after being cheated on. Uh, I have been cheated on, and yes, I did stay, to answer the question. Okay. What would... Okay. So, you know, this topic kind of came about... Um, I was on Game Changers panel one day, and we were talking about uh, women giving good and bad advice to friends, right? <laughs> and I was thinking about this. We you, we had talked about like a person who would encourage you to stay with someone who's cheating or to tell you um, to leave a relationship um, to where the man is actually good to you in a certain sense, like he is a provider, um, he's good to your children, but let's just say he has uh, inf like he 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 does it. He cheats on you. And so it's like, are women strong because they stay or are they weak because they leave? Like, how does that work? And then when you think about it, a lot of us end up in the same relationships over and over again without any changes. Cause you, let's say you break up with that guy. If you haven't done the necessary changes, you still end up going through the same cycles over and over again. You know what I mean? I agree uh, with absolutely. that. Me too. Absolutely. Um, I agree 100%. Um, I think to me, I think there are, there are different reasons why people because i know you know some men stay but it's it's i think that women are more likely to stay if they're cheated on but uh, i do know some men will also stay in my opinion uh but i do know some men also stay but i think that there are various reasons as to why um i don't think that there's just one blanket reason as to why women stay um some may just feel like it's a part of the culture uh, some men may feel like it's a part of the culture like you can't even expect a man to be faithful and that is why um, women stay because you know but I think that women stay for different reasons so what would uh, make a woman stay in a relationship if a man has cheated on her oh Financial a lot of things good sex yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that's another one. Good sex, good head. Yeah. <laughs> um. He yeah, fine. Uh, he got a good job. Oh, listen, that's another. Yeah, that's another one. He fine. Um, I think like my my experience is a lot of time. You know, I've seen a lot of women like either he's the sole provider or he's you know like the one who is basically taking care of most of the bills. Um, yeah. In addition, women may feel like I've been with him this long. What's the sense of staying? Or I'm not gonna let the other woman win too. That's another reason. Oh, so, oh wow. Because <laughs> me and um Dr. Bay have had conversations about this um before. Mm-hmm. Like, just imagine like how much shit you put into a person, and they cheat and. You know, I've heard guys say, like, if the other woman looks better than the uh, the girlfriend, wife, whatever, the significant other, that a lot of women won't let the guy go because of the other woman may look better. And do y'all remember when um, Layla Rashawn was cheated on? Um, mm. Do y'all remember that situation? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, there was a lot of women who were saying that Layla Rashawn should have left that relationship. And I thought that that was absolutely crazy um, in a sense, because I'm like, you know what? And I'm thinking about this, really thinking about this. I was like, damn, you go through the motions, you have the kids and she's been married to him for however long. They have kids together. Um, You go through it. They've got mortgages, houses, insurance, mm-hmm. whatever. Um, she's got him to where they got each other's routines down packed. Um, she knows him, he knows her. They're not going through the small talk. You know how it is when you go through dating and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And so with Layla Rashawn, people, oh, she should leave him. And then I'm looking at Nicole Murphy and shit, and I'm like, well, yeah. And so Layla Rashawn didn't leave him, right? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I think Layla Rashawn should cheat back. And people got oh. so mad. <laughs> Uh-oh. Now you, you, said, you, you said the uh you said what a lot of people were thinking, so she wouldn't have, you know, wouldn't be hurt. You know what I mean? Mm. But uh, I'm thinking that she's at a certain age and she's mm-hmm. uh a certain age, a certain size, like the youth is gone. Um, and there's mm-hmm. a term that we call here, Sammy, which is called uh uh what's the term called? <laughs> what you talking about? It's a term that I'm trying to get to. Oh, where a woman gets to a certain age, they call that hitting a hitting the wall. Oh, hitting the wall, like, losing her know, sexual market value. Age, mm-hmm. you oh. <laughs> you know you can get you can get surgery to renew the walls, but <laughs> Oh <laughs> well, you, you can know renew what? the wild. You could be virgins at fifty nine. You know. Well, you know what it is, and I think it's like it, they. What it is is they're not even basing it strictly on which they say that women like a Nicole Murphy may retain some of her sexual market value, but they're looking at it. They say that the wall comes from like your it. it uh, the basic premise of it is like your fertility link. You know, your length of fertility or your age of fertility, um, and after a certain age a woman isn't as fertile and you know but you're right there are like as far as from a physical standpoint and if you're thinking about just like sex wise 
you could definitely do like a vaginal rejuvenation. She could get her bot. She can get nipped and tucked. You know, yeah. If she wants to Women also- doing a lot now because yeah. you can't even tell a woman like you can't like I'm I'm almost forty. Okay, and it's men come to me saying I look like I'm twenty four. Mm-hmm. See, and I don't even dye my hair. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I want to be. I want to age. I, I've been waiting to do this. You know what I mean? And some women they don't want to age. Mm-hmm. They. they they want to stay youthful and young because they haven't found that Mr. Everything for them, you know, so they have to stay. Yeah. They have That's to a good point, though. Everything. When we talk about the wall and we think about how advanced technology is, are some of the advancements in technologies kind of um, enabling women to... Um, you know, not hit the wall at as, at, at as early of an age or, uh, you know, um, to kind of... Uh, move past whatever um limitations are set or you know deem limit limitations that are deemed by men that are set are women able to overcome those by doing you know different things so that's that's an interesting point yes 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 so have you ever have you guys ever um been in relationships where a guy has cheated and you left him and you later regretted that no. Okay. What about you, Dr. Bay? I'm thinking about that regretting. Yeah. He, like he had he would have had to been doing everything right. And that one time he cheated. You just be like, you know what? I should have forgave him, but oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, other than <laughs> other than that, I don't I don't see like if somebody cheats on you, especially if you were being one hundred percent loyal. Cause see, that's, that's my issue. Like if I'm a hundred percent loyal to somebody and they cheat on me, it hurt more than if mm-hmm. I was doing whatever I wanted to do, you know what I mean? And they cheat mm-hmm. on me. And that's a good point too. Like I've had, I have a friend, a real close friend, and she always says, you screw one and I'm going to screw two. <laughs> so she told her husband, uh, her fiance at the time, Hey, if you cheat on me and you screw one, man, I'm going to screw two. And the thing about it is some women, they exact revenge and the man never knows. Like you can cheat on some women and they may like, Oh, I forgave you. And it seems all good. And she's going to exact revenge. And you know, you just don't know about it. So that's something that men don't consider. And, you know, I've seen men who actually found out that their woman cheated on them after they cheated on them and they took it completely different. You know, they were just, you know, heartbroken and how could you, and you know, they felt so betrayed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that, well, I, I will say that I've been in both situations and, you know, I, I thought, I thought about this too like long relationships like require or i'm not going to say require that's a, a not a good choice of words but like to get through a relationship that lasts like 20 and 30 years you're going to go through some shit and so it's interesting because you know i think most majority of women that i've talked to that have been married for that long has definitely been cheated on and it's like well I think women are so much quicker to leave men today because we have money and, you know, we're able to make our own livings. We don't have to uh, um, worry about it. Um, We don't have to worry about it. We don't have to do anything. You know, we, we can leave, we can do whatever. Mm -hmm. And 
back in the day, women didn't have the same options to leave. And so you wonder, okay, with how everything is nowadays, it's much easier to leave a relationship when somebody does you wrong. It's much easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but yeah, I agree. It is definitely much easier. However, I don't think that there is a, um, I don't think that although it's easier to leave, I don't think that women are leaving in droves now that they have the ability, because I think that there are different reasons regarding why women stay. But you know, the one thing that we're going to hear about this topic, that the first thing, the first rebuttal we're going to hear, oh, women cheat too. Let's not act like this is just a man thing. But, you know, we are women giving our perspectives and talking about how, you know, cheating affects women. And, you know, like we said, uh, the Black family and Black community. Um, And this is not to say at all that women don't cheat too. We're not implying that. Um, We just want to talk about it from our point of view. So I like I already know we're gonna get that when y'all come up. Y'all can save that because we're addressing it now. But I was wondering, um, like with what you're saying, like, do people consider it like what do people consider cheating? Is the phone conversation mm-hmm. cheating? Is sleeping with some like to cheat is mm-hmm. actually physically sleeping with somebody? Cause I, I've seen situations where a person don't even have the the intimacy with people in their relationship and they've been with them over five six years but they don't know they don't talk to they you know they person whether it's a spouse fiance mm-hmm. or a lover they don't even talk to them but then they they feel like he cheating on them like let's say because he talking to this other chick mm-hmm. but he not physically involved with the chick so is it still considered cheating if you just talking to the person or 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 right that's a fair or not question cheating. that's a fair question or not, not sleeping with them maybe i should say that i think like first of all i want to say that i think that relationships um i think that the man and woman in the relationship need to define what is cheating um but because i've heard people think that they feel like their man is cheating by him watching porn which is crazy to me but i do think uh, that there are different stages so in relationships such, <laughs> seriously i've heard what, i've heard i've heard women say that and i'm just gonna say this back up. think about this mm-hmm. think about this imagine imagine a situation where you and your man aren't really doing anything and you catch him watching porn and doing what you know would you wouldn't you feel some type of way or like i don't if okay because i think like (laughs) to me porn is porn like that's fantasy i don't think it's cheating if my man worked if my man were into which he is absolutely not um going to strip clubs like I, but everybody is different like i'm unaffected by that because to me it's fantasy i don't want you tricking all our money off don't put us in a financial <laughs> bind because you're trying to go to magic city but at the same time for me that is not cheating but I do think that relationships have different stages. If there's a stage in the relationship where let's say like, you know, B Smith situation or someone is ill or someone is unable to fulfill the needs of their mate, then I think you may need to reassess your, your original uh, agreement as to what cheating was. Right, 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 right. Um, that is really, really, really interesting. Um, <laughs> I just I, I always thought that was crazy like I don't you watching porn how, I mean I don't see that as, as as cheating you're gratifying yourself so for me 
personally, I just, I mean, I don't see it as cheating. I guess, you know, some people see it as cheating if, if the, if the porn takes more time, you give more time to the porn than you giving to me. Yeah, I think it could <laughs> be an indication that, that, that something is considered cheating, yeah. but. Like we hit a rough patch. Like, why are you all of a sudden giving all this attention to? And I think women also like we are we're harsh on ourselves. So but men are man, scared to tell women if they have an odor. Like some men will stop having sex true. with a woman and it could be and it don't even so have to be he cheating. And it could be, oh, she's she got her whole thing will switched up yeah. down there. So I'm not feeling her right now. So I just do true. This. That so, is true. Um, but like it's, you have it's to, men have different reasons. Just like women, right. a man can he can gain weight. And you know, if somebody was mentioning emotional cheating, women cheat emotional, men cheat physical or something mm -hmm. like that. And I'm thinking to myself, like, yeah, if you're not fulfilling women like to talk and tell how they day was and about their outfit. They mm -hmm. talk we talk about crazy Everything. stuff anything and men they just want they want track yeah they want track so if, if we can't adhere to, to their type of way of, of doing stuff and thinking just any little thing that's thrown off a woman i think that he it is somebody else girl he doing something you, you know, know what that's a fair question and that makes me like that makes me think as women, is there ever a reason to for you like to excuse the cheating? Like, let's say you know you've been, you know, not uh, satisfying your man's needs. You know, like you going to school, you working, you taking care of the kids. You know, you've been neglecting your man, and he's like, babe, you know, hey, I need you, and you still are not ensuring that his needs are met. Is there ever uh, a, a valid excuse for your man to step out and it be like forgivable? I don't know. I always go back to that movie. That uh movie, uh Sex in the City movie when Miranda have everybody on the panel seen it? Miranda, Miranda Miranda's the attorney, and uh Steve cheated on Miranda and he like was see how she running around working and doing stuff for the kids and trying to take care of the house and all that. Be like this multifaceted woman that's independent mm -hmm. that all these men say they want, but they really don't know how to handle. Wait a minute, honey. Let me explain this space. This space of YouTube kind of wants the women barefoot and pregnant. Oh, oh, oh yeah, oh. pretty much. Oh, oh, okay. So they taking care of they paying all the bills. Oh, no, 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 no. They paying all the bills, but we no, barefoot and pregnant. No, no, no. no. Girl, you, gotta, you, gotta sit you, got, you gotta go out and work. However, <laughs> listen, but that's a fair question though, because women, we do get caught up in like making sure everybody is okay. And especially when you have kids and men, like, I think that men, we have to listen to the men's complaints. Like men, like every man ain't lying when they say when you marry a woman and there's kids involved and stuff like that, like their needs tend to become neglected. And a lot of men have higher sex drives than women. So if you're not fulfilling your man's needs, is it okay? Like, what is he, you know, he's telling you, hey, babe, there's something wrong. I'm not saying. I, I, I know a lot of women who have higher sex drives than me. Oh, me too. <laughs> me too. I uh so I know some men that uh oh, I don't know like they can't they can't go more than one round they just can go one round yeah so yeah. I don't know it's weird it's yeah. like I say it's different types of women it's different types of men and sometimes I just feel like sometimes 
the wrong women get with the wrong men and the wrong men get mm. with the wrong women and then we all just have this misconstrued type of reality of what what a woman should be and what a man should be in a relationship so okay but we gotta answer the question is there ever a situation would would it ever be okay for your man to cheat um uh and it's starting with you because uh see rose you see rose <laughs> concrete you you have a career we're all basically we all basically have careers um if your career really, really takes off to another, like a huge level, and your man is being neglected, what happens if your man cheats? Like, I don't really think that uh, we, we get down to the bottom of, because I look right. at it, and I really think about this. How easy was it for you to find a good man um, who you respected, admired, and um you loved and you know that he does these things for your family he's a great guy da, 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 da. how easy is it to find a good man or a decent man how easy is that um it's definitely not easy <laughs> i can't even put easy in the um when i when i'm defining how you know my process i wouldn't even use that term but I'll let Dr. Bay answer the question first and then I'll come back and respond. How easy was it to find a good man? Is that what you asked? No. Yeah, she asked, know. well, she, she wanted to know. <laughs> right. She wanted what to know how, you how easy it, your, your career really takes off because Dr. Bay has big things in place. Um, Concrete and I have big things in place. When your career takes off to a certain level or one of your careers takes off to a certain level, if your man cheated, would you actually leave your man considering the age you are, considering who your man is to you, mm. if, if you neglected your man and he and he cheated, would you leave? Girl, I've been through all this, so no, hell no. I ain't leaving and he ain't leaving if I cheat. Wow. Then <laughs> no, he ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. We good. Okay. I guess oh. you gotta get to that point because um I know uh I know people who married and they said I'm not, you know, we done already been through the cheating part. So if you cheat, okay. But if you got if you have another kid on me, you know, if you have a kid on me, then I'm gone. So, you know, some people have come to terms with he, you know, he might cheat. He might cheat. If he do cheat, I'm going to stay because I love him more than that, more than that cheating thing. Okay. Concrete? Um, To be honest, it's hard for me to answer this question, even though I know it's a hypothetical. Just because I, I, it's hard for me to imagine the scenario, not meaning my man can't cheat. I'm not saying that. Um, I am very attentive to my man's needs. Like, uh, I mean, I am literally always trying to make sure he's straight. But for, uh, just hypothetically speaking, if it happened and my man cheated, I'm one of those women. Like, I'm in, I, I, I need to know what type of cheat it was. <laughs> 
Um, was it a cheat? You met somebody and you slept with her one night. Was it an ongoing emotional affair? Um, and you know, you were sleeping with her multiple times and you kind of have, you're emotionally vested in this person. Um, regardless, I would say, um, because of the quality of man I have, like I've never even come across a man that's 50% of the man that he is, I would likely forgive him with some, you know, after he put in some work, some therapy, we gonna have to, it's not going to be like an overnight process, but I would likely forgive him. Um, let me answer the question. I honestly think that I, I want to say that I want to say that I have the attitude, what I don't know won't hurt me. Right. But oh. if it got down to a point to where I was neglectful um, on my duties, I'm not going to necessarily say that I'll excuse it, but I'm not going to necessarily say that I would leave either um, because it, it, and it, just, it really just depends. It really, really just depends. Um, because if it's, a, if it's an emotional affair versus if it's just sex, um, then I think I would feel some type of way about it being an emotional affair versus something being just sex. So I'm not really sure as to what I would do in this situation. But I'll say in my past, I've definitely left guys who cheated on me. I've definitely done that. Now, some have taken longer than others because, you know, um, I've had a guy when I was younger um, cheat on mm -hmm. me multiple times and I stayed for a while. And then mm -hmm. you know, as I got older, if I found out that was it, your ass is out. Yeah. And, so, and that's a good point. Yeah. Because your tolerance changes too. Yeah. But, you know, it's kind of interesting because now I really, really think about it and I think about, um, I think about like a lot of women who go through emotions and they end up leaving the guy. But a lot of women, keep, like I said before, a lot of women keep uh, repeating the same cycles. Um, they'll leave a guy who's cheating just to pick up another mm. guy who cheats. You know what I mean? Ooh, say that. And that's a good point too, Danny. I, I say think, this, I like, think if you tell response, a dude though, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Go ahead. I'll just say this really quick. For me, uh, my tolerance level is different. Uh, I was with my ex for 14 years. Um, what I tolerated just in that relationship or what I was willing to tolerate because I was so young when we got together is quite different than what I'm willing to tolerate at this age. I'm not going to tolerate a, a, a compulsory cheater, a person who's cheating and, you know, oh, you forgive them and next year or even five years, like you got one time to screw up like that for me. I don't care, uh, uh, you know, how quality of a man you are because I'm a quality woman too. So my tolerance level has, like, I, I, I would rather be by myself than be in a relationship with someone who is, you know, a, a, um, just, a, you know, a cheater and, you know, just, it happens over and over again. So, you know, you got one time, you, you get, you know, I'll give a man that, especially a man that is of such high quality, a one time, but it can't be a repeat thing with me. Oh, wow. Um, you say you were in a relationship for 14 years? Yes. Why? Mm -hmm. And, you know, like, you know, I was young, really young when I got into the relationship. So like, you know, I, I, tolerated just and I'm not just like okay you know he cheated but not just even that just you know everything that I would be willing to put up with you know the older you get the more mature you get 
and the more you realize your value, like you, your, your standards change and what you're willing to tolerate generally also changes. If you've learned anything from, you know, your, what you've done in the past. I just learned over, uh, well, to, to kind of piggyback on what Danielle was saying about, um, your age and, you know, what you're willing to take at, at your age. I was just going to say, I, when I was younger, I never, I never stayed with the man that cheated on me or lied. Like if the man cheated on me or if he lied, I left. Mm. I right. went on about my business because so, I, I felt I was, too, would, I was right? too pretty. I was like, oh, so I'm now too pretty is it because you. you're more invested in your relationship? Is it, is there a reason why you possibly would forgive it now, but you wouldn't while you were younger? Well, when I was younger, like I, I, I didn't have children, you know, I had children, you know, late when uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't have any reason to stay with a man, you know, to stay with somebody. I, I had everything on my own. I didn't need nobody for nothing. Mm. Like I was very uh, driven. So I, I wasn't focused on, I need a man to fulfill me because I could fulfill my own needs. So if a man lied to me, if a man cheated on me, I would leave. I'd be like, I'm good. I'm gone. Like, I, I know I was in a relationship in, uh, from high school to out through college. And when I when I saw that man cheat, you know, when he cheated on me, I was done. I left. I didn't care how much in love I was with him. He wanted me back. He begged, he begged, he begged. I was like, I'm good. But as I've gotten older, like, uh, like Sister George was saying, as you get older, you look at life a little bit different because you want security. You want more security. So you're willing to bypass certain things you'll be like well he does this 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 that for me but yeah he might have a wondering eye because you know that you get your signs you get your red flags of, of if a man cheat you'll see it some women know oh i know well long like she said as long as as long as he I, as long as I don't see it or as long as it's not coming to my doorstep then I'm a, I'm a turn a blind eye to it it's a, it's a lot of women that does that that do that. So, ladies, are we ready to open up the panel? Can you? Um, your huh? Oh, sorry. I was trying to say real. Um, I know I understand what Doctor Bay is saying, and I, I I agree. Like, and I think everybody has their different levels of tolerance, and you know, different things that they're willing to tolerate. Personally, for me, I know I'm not the type of woman, like, I'm not set up to cheat back and do this, like, tit for tat thing for you. Like, I am the chick that is, like, I get emotionally invested. I can't have love affairs. So I wouldn't be able to, like, cheat back. I would feel so slighted if a man that I'm giving my all to, um, you know, is continually cheating. I just can't even at this age, and probably, too, because I know that, you know, I'm financially stable you know, with outside of my relationship, I can't imagine anything making me like stay knowing, you know, someone's having like repeat affairs. But, you know, I think everybody has, like I said, their different level of tolerance. Um, I'll shut up now. Dr. Bay wants to comment. And then, um, you know, we, we can open it up, Danny, when you're ready. Okay, are you guys ready to open up? Yes. 
All right, let's do it. And, oh shoot, that's not what I wanted to do. Okay, where the ball at? There we go. Yes, so let's see what uh, the people got to say. Um, Sasha Malone wanted to come up. So if she's here, um, we'd definitely love to have her on the panel. So yeah, come on up, Sasha, if you're here so you can join us before the men get in and, you know, do their man thing. <laughs> um, definitely come up and um, give us your input on the topic. I saw her in the chat, too. Yeah. Um, do you still see her in the uh, chat? Because I've been walking back. No, I haven't seen her in a, in a few minutes. I don't know if she stepped away. We might have to have her come up and we'll give her a chance to speak her piece. I know sometimes the women don't want to come up with the men because okay all right wait a minute before you guys get started um i asked that y'all meet up when you guys are um when you aren't talking so yeah mm -hmm. who was in first danny who you want to let right. go first regarding the topic let's start with my brother the line step well, well, no, no, Garage, let me say this because I don't say this. Hey, y'all, hold on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I said, we're going to start with Roger. Shit. Why are you coming up so loud? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going I'm to, I ain't because I ain't going to stay that long today. Uh, But cheating, cheating. It's not that big a deal according to sisters because they stay with men that cheat. So therefore, men don't really have to be concerned with cheating because more than likely she going to stay anyway. So it's really not that big a deal. I'm a person. I don't really promote cheating. I think men would just be better off just telling the woman he going to mess with other chicks anyway. Because again, more than likely, she ain't going nowhere. So if she ain't about to go nowhere, there's no quote unquote punishment for cheating on her in the first place. So it's not that big a deal. You know what I'm saying? Women say it's a big deal, but actions prove Ooh. otherwise. So who cares if she get cheated on? But my thing is for men, my thing is just tell them what it is anyway, because she ain't going nowhere. And then you don't have to have an argument later on down the road. And if she if she has a problem with you dealing with other women, just never make an actual commitment to her. She's still going to mess with you anyway, because she loves <laughs> you. So, that's what we promote. Well, I mean, that's what well, I mean. That's what women do. They mess with dudes they like regardless. And just because a dude that they like has another woman, she ain't going to stop giving them some anyway. So why even either just don't make the commitment in the first place? And I think that's a better message for men to send, because if you don't feel a woman's quality enough to not cheat on her, you shouldn't do it. And to my understanding, cheating, it, the, the one thing about cheating that nobody talks about, it actually goes into a low self-esteem issue. When you have to cheat on a woman, you're unsatisfied with that woman. She can't give you everything you want. And you're worried about losing her before you can replace her with some, somebody else. So at the end of the day, if you truly thought you can get a good replacement, you wouldn't need to cheat on her in the first place. And a woman mm. expects being cheated on because she knows she ain't that much of a, she ain't that quality of a woman in the first place. Therefore, she's going to stick around because she don't think she can get a better than, than the guy anyway. So at the end of the day, why lie? Why front in the first place? You ain't that good, so you're going to stay and get cheated on. And the dude ain't that good, so he going to cheat. 
You know what I'm saying? Because he got low self-esteem. All yeah, the other both of them got low self-esteem. Well, I'm I'm not saying they don't have low self-esteem, but it, as a man, why I need to cheat on you? Like you can't be replaced. You're just a woman at the end of the day. A woman can be. Oh, replaced. you just oh, a woman. Wow. No, no, I'm saying from a male perspective, that's what it is. You're just a woman. What man lives his life? You're saying you're woman? saying a male's perspective is you just another another woman, and I can replace you easily. No, no, what what I'm saying is, as a man, you don't need a woman to to be a part of your life to make you a man. If you right. if, if your manhood comes from a woman, you don't even know have a clue about what being a man is. So well, that goes can, for women, women too, though. Like, I'm not I mean, saying it doesn't. All I'm saying is a woman can be replaced. So at the end of the day, if it's just a woman, you can replace her. Period. It may not sound great, but that's what it is. Well, we yeah. talk about how quality women are hard to find. So if you have a good quality woman that's, you know, beautiful, that's everything that you're looking for, then she's not just a woman and she can't be easily replaced. And My you wouldn't cheat on her. If, if a woman can be easily replaced, <laughs> why do men lie? Why lie? If you if you know you're a cheater and you and she, and, and she don't make you who you are, why lie to this particular woman that you with and cheat on her anyway? Why do that? Well, two main reasons. Women. Go ahead. Two main reasons. The man. A lot of men have low self. So a lot of men they they come up under these low self esteem women because we all know and pretty much agree that a lot of sisters have low self esteem. Now if someone thinks differently, you can make make that clear. But they come under these low self esteem women, and and when they're not in the world a long time, they they think like their mothers, and then they start changing as they get older and start being around actual men. So they lie because they're still in that low self esteem area. Once they figure out that you can just be a man and do what you want to do, you just stop lying. And either you just don't commit to a relationship or you just tell a woman what it is and she's going to agree to it. But there's no need to lie after, after you figure that part out. So she's going to do what she's going to do. Either way, you're going to get what you want as a man. So, but, but from the reverse side, what's the big deal about being a cheater if, they, if the women keep them anyway? So why, I can't really, it's hard to tell men don't cheat when you know as a cheater she gonna stay regardless. Yeah, That's she probably nice saying because you buy her all kind of gifts and beg her to stay. Ain't no woman just saying. I don't know no woman that's just saying. The Pookie crowd, you know, women on a regular basis, and yet they stay with them too. So it ain't about oh, no money. Or so wait, 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 but uh, Dr. Bates does bring about a good point. She does bring about a good point that, um men will beg the woman to come back please don't leave me um a lot of women i see have gotten a lot of things out of it um you know gifts get real big rings the new uh vow renewals and shit i'm okay. saying a, a lot of things happen when a man cheats and he's remorseful about it but a lot of guys do act remorseful about it but now i do think a problem with women a lot of us accept men back way too fast without that man having consequences behind him cheating. But I want to get uh, Sasha Malone in here. What's going on, honey? Hey, Sasha. Hey there. Can you guys hear me? Yes. What's we can. Hey, Miss Sasha. Hey, how are you? All right. Um, I've been listening the whole time and I just want to say, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm tired, of, I'm tired of Negroes, you know, and our whole thought pattern anyway, when it comes to relationships, um, 
none of us set any boundaries from the get-go. And that is what the major Mm -hmm. problem is. There are no boundaries. We look at each other and we're like, oh, he fine. Oh, she fine. She got a fat booty. He got nice muscles, all that shit. But no one sets any boundaries. Mm -hmm. So my opinion is the fact that that's why everything goes the way that it goes. Um, If you are not married, it's not cheating. That's my. Oh, that's another point. If you're not married, it's not cheating. And we know for a fact we're not going into these relationships with set boundaries. And that's where the whole breakdown is. We're not even mature enough. Like we're not, we're never on a mature level entering these relationships. It's mostly, you know, the physical aspect. I get it. And then we build the plane as we're going. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know? wholeheartedly. And the other thing, as far as us black women, and I can speak for myself and, you know, and I know a lot of the men will agree. Um, we're delusional. And a lot of times the way we think about relationships as well. We don't have any ownership over these men, period. Mm. We don't own them at all. But we are so to the point where we think that we can be all. What woman can be everything to one man? If you try it, you're going to be crazy. You, We already crazy. But if you sit back and think that you are going to be everything to one man, you tripping. Okay, so we have to really just let go of kind of like the um, the flesh part of everything. And we need to get in our mind and say, hey, look, I mean, I've been told that I need to relax around the, the very man that I just love and adore. I've been told I need to relax. You know why? Because I'm trying to do everything. I'm trying to do everything from A to Z. And it's just not going to happen. So let me ask you this question. Um, Okay. If you, because you said something and I'm trying to break this down with the setting boundaries and then not having a real expectation of the man to be faithful until you're married to him. Right. Mm -hmm. And maybe not even then, Danny, maybe not even then, because you, you know, they still, you know, it's, the relationship part of it is completely up to them whenever they feel I'm not, we can have all these expectations. We can even talk about it, but when a man is not ready just to have just you, just one woman, it's not going to happen. But that's why they should be honest. I don't like, like, um, a mature mature man will be, but a lot of times none of us are mature enough to be honest. The thing is, don't lead someone to believe that you're in a committed monogamous relationship with them if that is not what you intend to do. I personally am not a proponent for state-sanctioned marriage, so whether marriage is in it or or out, I feel like the commitment that you make to me, we sat down and agree, which I do think a large part of it is that people do just simply um, happen into these relationships. No one is sitting down and creating boundaries and talking about what they want and what their standards are and what their requirements are going to be in any relationship. So, you know, and we're really guilty of doing this. Women, you know, we just think because we're having sex with you or we're over or you're over our house every night, now we're in a relationship. If you all haven't defined what that is and what your expectations are for one another, then to me, it's not cheating because, you know, I don't think that you even have a well-defined quote-unquote relationship 
you can still have all of that, a well-defined relationship and everything. It's still up to that man what he's going to do. Well, ultimately, yes, it's always up to him. Well, you like you said, if you married or not, it's always up to him. But to me, I know Roger was talking about it being a... Um, you know, a, a self-esteem issue. For me, it's a, a, a issue of lack of self-discipline. A man who is not self-disciplined, which to me, any man worth his salt should pride himself in being. Um, and if you don't intend on being with just one woman, make that known. But if you um, actually um, possess the discipline to be with one woman and you're committing yourself to this one woman, um, you know, that that's, that's the difference for me is what it is. It's the men who lack self-discipline, they're promising to be with these women and some of them are promising before God and their families and they have no intention of keeping their, you know, penis and okay, so, so sleeping with so one woman. Are we really being realistic? Are we really being realistic as you go through relationships um, that people don't change, you know, during the course of that relationship? Yes, but keep it real and say, I've changed. The vow that I originally made is not what I, you know, would like to stick to. Like, be honest, be upfront, like be 100. Okay, let's be honest. Um, what percentage in the black community do you think that either male or female has self-discipline? Uh -uh. A, a very low percentage. <laughs> oh my God, I'm sorry. Well, okay. Well, let, me, let me say this real quick, because uh, like I said, I can't stay that long. But at the end of the day, the problem is, Women ain't taking relationships seriously, and men know it. That's really what your problem is. Is women's uh, problem? Yeah, uh, again, if you accept all the cheaters back, you know, or at least the most of the cheaters back, that already shows you don't take them seriously in the first place. So you can, you can, you can, you know, act like it's a big deal that I said that, but your actions as a group of people say otherwise. So it ain't a big deal to y'all, because I can never tell a man. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, well, you know, cheating. I was gonna is, say, don't generalize all women because some women are willing to take all. to take uh, a, a man and cheat back. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I had English class in third grade. A general statement means most. It does not mean all. I didn't say all. I never put that word in. You so we're not gonna pretend. So we're not gonna pretend. No, we're not gonna pretend. Most I say I literally said most, and, and and at the end of the day, most women is gonna take a back a guy back their cheeks because right, that's you the, did say y'all. Okay, well, let me clarify. My mistake. Okay, okay? I mean, my mistake. I, I didn't want you to cut my throat off. I'm no, going no. about what you said. It's cool. It's cool. My mistake. I apologize. Okay. Um, but at the end of the day, when most of y'all accept the guy back, now I'm supposed to tell other guys if you cheat, it's a problem for you, even though you continue to take guys back on a regular basis. So it's not serious to women. From a from a large majority mm. standpoint, it ain't the relationship. So we set the standard. No, the thing the thing is, you're with the man that you're dealing with the type of man you like to deal with, and you, and you like dealing with people that cheat because a lot mm. of y'all are mm -hmm. in such competition with each other. Y'all want to take somebody else's man in the first place. Y'all brag mm. about it, or just to have a man in the bed. I get what you're saying. I agree. You just to have a man in your life, you are willing to accept certain yep. things that you shouldn't. I get it. Yeah, so as a so as a man, now just me personally, I ain't never been cheated on. I ain't never cheated on a woman, but that's my personal standard because that's not a life that I want to be involved with. But at the end of the day, sisters can do that for themselves. They ain't there is no law forcing me with any man that cheats, especially with the fact that they can work and they make their own money and they can do all this stuff that they always brag about that they can do, yet they stay. So obviously the relationship ain't serious to them. What yeah, else could so it be? 
Someone in the chat said that it's a part of a man's nature to cheat. Uh, I don't accept that premise because if a man can be disciplined enough to go to the gym six days a week, to wake up and go punch a clock, you know, five days a week, to have his own business, to run, like if you, you have the ability to be disciplined. And the thing is, cheating is not in a man's nature. If you say that I, it's not in my nature to be in a monogamous relationship, then you should be upfront with the person. If you haven't committed to just being with her, then you have nothing to lose because you didn't commit to being in a monogamous relationship with her. You can sleep with who you want to sleep with. It's the deceit that is, you know, that I'm focused on. Well, well people, women that like disciplined men deal with disciplined men. That's women right. that don't like disciplined men deal with men that's undisciplined. Just I don't know. It, I, I agree with some of what you're saying, but it was it was something about um, when you said that if you accept a man back, that that means that you're willing to allow allow him to cheat or something like that because you accepted him for doing it the one time. That doesn't necessarily mean that you're condoning that he's cheating on you. That means like that you've been that mean that you've been forgiven. Now it's some women out here, quote unquote, that they don't mind sharing a man. They have threesomes with their men. They'll do all kind of like that new millennium type of these new millennium type of chicks and men are putting old school minded type of women into the same category as these young chicks. I don't even know whether I should call it young chicks or liberal chicks or, or chicks that's willing to do whatever to, to, to please a man. All right. Well, my last statement before I go, my last statement before I go, if I cheat on you and you forgive me, you just told me I have a very good chance of doing it again and you'll forgive me next time. That's what you communicated to me. Point blank period. That's what men hear. That's what men go by. You you forgave me. I, I did it. I got caught. You still kept me. So if I get caught again, what will happen the next time? Oh, you'll probably just take me back because you show me by your past indicator that this is what you do in these situations. And as long as that that's what men have to go by, your track record, what's the big book? We do have dating coach. Uh, well, I'm sorry. A conscious, maybe a conscious. Wait I know Roger was saying he had uh, ARC in and ask a classy black man. Um, actually, let me start with ask a uh, Mr. Research. What's yeah. going on, brother? Life is great. Life is great. Hey, Mr. Excellent. Research. So uh, I wanted to give a professional opinion that kind of get away from the opinion side because I know a lot of people got the opinions. So one of my streams of income is I've been a male counselor certified since 2005. What we have a lot of times is dudes get cheated on a lot of times, but women like to give it pretty names like affair and rendezvous. You feel me? They don't call it straight out cheating. What I want to say on, on a, on, it's like we, we, we label things that ladies do as cute we call women who go after young boys uh sexy cougars but when a man does the exact same thing he's called a creepy old man or a dirty old man so i just want to set that up to say how unbalanced some of our solutions are when it comes to a topic women 80 percent, not the 20 percent. women are always going to dress up guys in the negative women do the exact same thing on a boat cruise it's a rendezvous 
it only happened one time. It's always an excuse. And because we do that to our culture, we sit up here and give girls the lead way to play around, to have a lesbian buy affair, to do all these things, because it'll never be called cheating. It'll never be a dress. It's just one-time thing. But when the guy has the exact same human slip-up, somebody got a lot of cracking going from the background. When, when I think that's Leo. Leo, mute up, please. When, when, uh, when uh, somebody has the exact same human human experience, all of a sudden that dude is not allowed to be a human. And this goes to what you guys talked, uh, what, what uh, Roger talked about, the slavery thing. Somebody, some people look at black dudes as slavery boys. We're just here to serve women. Get that box, lift that box. But nobody ever looks at those dudes as human. They slip up. Women slip up. It's also a couple of lies. I just want to shoot, shoot through this because I wrote down a couple things because I was waiting. Um, there's also the lie that sometimes women put out that only men do it. White men don't cheat. Only black men cheat. Yeah. White men don't have failures. Asian men don't have failures. Only black men. And that's what, when we come in spaces like this and we try to have these intellectual conversations with our sisters, sometimes our sisters call us names. Sometimes our sisters say we arrogant. And let me speak to the arrogant piece. Roger made a great point. When you're around men, you stand up for what you say you believe the first time. But quickly, the women in our families, the women in our community, oh, you being arrogant. Oh, you being well, wait a minute, wait a minute. But when you as a woman stand up and do the exact same thing, you're celebrated as independent. You're celebrated as living your life, making your choices. If you sit out there, like a lot of my male clients who who had wives that's cheated on them, but they just go in silence. Y'all just never hear about it. Happens all the time. You, and you, we know women cheat. We said that in our opening statement. We know this isn't just I'm, a man thing. We talked no, about I got that. that. I'm, I'm just I'm just making sure that the audience knows also because a lot of times we have this narrative that is only dudes, only dudes. But the well, solution. Go ahead. Well, go ahead. I'm about to give a solution. I'm, I'm go ahead. Sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to jump in and jump out. The conversation is basically why do some women stay and why some women leave and how that affects affects women and men you know like I'm, okay. I'm getting to that point so okay. so why so so why do they do that because women don't vet that's the solution women don't vet going in women women sit up here now that women since 1980 remember ladies a lot of black women wasn't working that that much in the 60s and 70s since 1980s women are getting the money now they have to do the exact same thing men have done for eons, vet the other person, make sure the other person is a match. And what's not happening in the black community, 80% just want a penis they can control. And then they hope that the dude turns out to be a family man later. So I'll wrap it up by saying, look, there has to be some honesty with the women if they want better caliber of men's, there's lawyers out there. There's doctors out there. You never hear many women talking about approaching them, do you? You're yeah, but them fools can cheat too. Well, well, yeah. That, but see, that's always the argument. That's always the argument. So, so what? So I don't want to take up too much mic time because ARC got to speak. But what? What is the real value of saying that those fools cheat too? 
because when because we talk- your point, they're still men. So I don't. Th- I think it's more about a person's character than their profession. Okay. Like, when I think of vetting, it's about vetting to make sure you have a man of good character. Okay, let's talk about percentages. You can never vet character. I can't. I can't tell whether going to Doctor Bay's point whether you a threesome girl. I, I can't vet character. Yeah, you I'm have like, to get to oh, know them. So what did you mean when well, you said you right? That women need to learn how to vet men better. You gotta. You got. You have to vet value. Value. Character See, we, is extremely valuable. So that's a, a huge so, part of how so, your value what, what is. What part of your uh, value do you mean, uh, Mr. Research? When it comes to class, when it comes to level of discipline, when it comes to level of control, so you don't be in these cheating factors. There is no perfect thing, but every time we put forth some some information to our ladies that say, hey, look, percentage-wise, y'all need to be looking for better values. We'll always switch and say, well, that don't mean that person's going to be doing well either. But look at, look, Tank Top Tony has no value. Most of oh, us- I'm not at all people. suggesting that we, you know, go to the bottom of the gutter, but I just want, I don't want women to have an unrealistic view of, you know, you're getting with this man who has a, a, a certain quote unquote, so, certain profession and, you know, you might not encounter uh, some of the same issues. So to me, it's more important to focus on the character of a man. A lot of times women ignore signs of a person with bad character uh, in those red flags. So it, it, there is a way to tell the character of a person. Okay, it, help. it takes time to do that, though. You help, learn help, his character help, help over me time. learn. Help, help me learn as I share the mic. Give well, me the top three things. Let, let's let ARC come in, and then I'll, okay. I'll answer your question afterwards. Okay. Somebody let me ask. I'll, I'll bow. Okay. Um, hey, ARC, how you doing? Hey, Tony. Hey, Hey, uh, well, first of all, I want to say uh, happy Sunday. Good morning, ladies on the panel and, and hey, gentlemen. Arcee. Good morning. I don't want to do too much talking because I'm going to put in a shameless plug because these dynamic sisters are going to be interviewing me this Wednesday. Absolutely. <laughs> so I don't want to do too much time because then come Wednesday, people be like, oh, man, we heard all he got to say on Sunday, man. He was running <laughs> But uh, Concrete Rose, I want to give you some super dap, but one lighthearted criticism. There was a period about 10 to 15 minutes ago where you broke some shit down. But the only thing you left out, you should have said, you just, fellas, you just need to be mode one with the women. You said they need to be up front and they need to keep (laughs) going But if you just want to say you need to be more one, but yeah, on the real, <laughs> this contributes. This subject is one of the many subjects that contributes to one of the reasons why I wrote my book. Is that there's really no valid or ethical reason to cheat. Bottom line, no valid. I've heard some guys and even an extremely small percentage of women at times, but definitely some guys, like somebody brought it up. They said some men will say it's in our nature to cheat. That is bullshit. Mm-hmm. Now, if a man was to say it's in my nature to want to have sex with multiple women, I he won't get any argument. Yep. But when you turn around and say it's in my nature to cheat, that's bullshit. When you decide to lie 
to a spouse or a romantic companion, that is an indictment on your moral character and your integrity. You taking us to church. Because I'm going to tell you straight up, I almost got into a fight with this dude in Chicago at this speaking event I had. This hey, I'm in love with him already. <laughs> because brother, I did a speaking engagement in Chicago and this brother, I was talking about my book, Mo One, which is all about, for those that don't know, I don't know if Dr. Bay, uh, she's probably not familiar with my books, but Dr. Bay, I have a book called Mo One, Let the Women Know What You're Really Thinking. And it's all about upfront straightforward honesty with women. Okay, I need to get it, yes. <laughs> if you're a man, if you want short-term sex, short, uh, long-term monogamous sex, long-term non-monogamous, short-term monogamous, short-term non-monogamous, what I basically said in my book is you need to be upfront and straightforward about that shit. Mm -hmm. Because the reality is most men and women who cheat, not just that have are involved in, say, a polyamorous relationship or an open, what's known as an open relationship. And for those in the chat room, some people use those interchangeably, but actually there is at least a minor difference between the two. I'll touch on that in a second. But when you cheat, what you're basically saying is, I want the freedom to engage in sexual relationships with a multiplicity of sex partners, but I don't want my spouse or romantic companion to be afforded that same opportunity. So what you do is, I think it was Concrete Rose who expressed this earlier, what you're doing is you're giving your spouse or romantic companion uh, essentially a false reality. And that's the oh. problem with lying, among other things, is when you lie to people and mislead it and, and manipulate people, you're presenting them with a false reality that they're buying into that's really not real. So you're giving your spouse the false reality that you're this strictly monogamy-oriented husband or monogamy-oriented fiance, monogamy-oriented boyfriend, when you're not. And then let's say just you go out and you step out on your wife and let's say you, you, you have sex with some woman and you end up with syphilis or gonorrhea and you bring it back to her. And now she's wondering, why do I now have syphilis? Why do I now have gonorrhea? And then you gotta be like, well, what happened was, uh, and, uh, no, you lying. And that's not, to me, that's not manly. And I get into a lot of arguments with men about this. Again, a lot of men will try to act like, oh, well, it's not in women's nature to cheat, but it's in our, no, it's not in your nature as a man to cheat. If you be if you if you call yourself a man and you know you want to have sex at any given time with two or more sex partners, then that's when and you have two options. If if you only want to spend time with women pretty much for their the enjoyment of their sexual companionship, then you need you need to just stay single and be a womanizer. That's simple. You need to just stay single and be a womanizer. If you happen to have a woman in your life that you enjoy both her sexual and her non-sexual companionship, her sexual and her non-sexual companionship, but at the same time you want to have sex with two or more women, then that's when you need to consider entering into what's known as a polyamorous marriage or relationship or a open relationship. And now I'll explain the, the minor difference is open relationship 
is when you're free to have, say you're married or you're in a long-term romantic relationship and you and your partner agree that you're free to have sex with anybody else without consulting with their partner first. So for example, I'm, I'm engaged right now. If me and my fiance were in an open relationship, that would mean if she went out of town to visit with her girlfriends and she ran into one of her ex-boyfriends, she could go ahead and fuck that guy. And she ain't going to suffer no penalties or consequences for it because we would be in an open relationship. And I could do the same thing. I could go out and, and, and just exchange orgasms with any other woman and I don't have to report that back to her or confess it back to her because that's open. Polyamorous is when you consult with your spouse or partner first. So if you were in a polyamorous and say your wife ran into a guy that really turned her on sexually, she would come to you and say, hey, I'm there's this guy I work with named Tyrone. And honey, I got to be honest, he just does it for me. And I, I just want to see what he's about in the bedroom. Is that cool? And let's say I say, okay, yeah, go ahead, get it out your system. That's how polyamory works. So in a nutshell, polyamory, there's a permission involved. Whereas open, you're just free to do whatever you want to do. But as a man, that's what you need to do if you want to have sex with multiple. You either need again to stay single and just remain a womanizer. Or you, if you enjoy, because the, the, the three appeals of one thing I'm known for in the manosphere and been known for for years is separating the appeal of different components of men and women's companionship. And how I see it is this: there's three general appeals that women are going to find in a man is the appeal of his exclusive sexual companionship, the appeal of his conversation and overall social companionship in the appeal of his financial provision. And along the lines related to the title, I did a Patreon exclusive video that was similar to the same title of today's live stream. I, I, told, I was telling my man, here is when women will cheat and here is when women will just flat out leave your ass. And here's the reputation I've, I've confessed and, and have that a lot of men, particularly black men on YouTube, don't like about me, but it, it is what it is. I've had more instances in my life when I've had sex with a woman who was cheating than I've had instances where I was actually the cheater. Matter of fact, that's probably only in my entire life, there's probably about only like two or three times in my entire life that I've ever cheated on a woman. That was way back when I was between like, 17 and 19 years old. Um, but starting with the age of 20 up until now, I've had sex with as many as 40 women that at the time I had sex with them were either married, engaged to be married, or had a long-term boyfriend. And I would have conversations with a lot of these women. I would want to get into their head and understand why were they cheating on their husband with me? Why were they cheating on their fiance with me? Why were they cheating on their long-term boyfriend with me? Without getting too lengthy, what it came down to was this. A woman is going to be most likely to cheat when she's with a man who she enjoys the financial provision component of his companionship and the entertaining conversation and social companionship component, but something about the sexual component, she's dissatisfied. 
She's dissatisfied. Mm. She just wants some dick on the side. That's when mm. it's so cheap, but still it's like beta bucks. What'd you say? Similar okay. to like the beta bucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Alpha fucks beta. Yeah, it goes right in that. Yeah, alpha fucks beta buck. Yeah, because that, that honestly, that was my role for a lot of women. A lot of women would tell me straight, they'd be like basically like Alan. I'm not going to leave my husband for you. I'm not going to leave my boyfriend for you. You are just my designated dick on the side. I love the fact that you kinky, you dominant, you pull my hair, you slap my ass. I love that shit about you. My husband don't do that shit, or I don't allow him to do that shit. So that's why I'm cheating on him. You're my designated dick on the side. But these women would tell me, I'm never leaving my husband. A lot of it was because, again, because of financial provision. They'd be like, shit, you see in the house I'm living in? You see in the car I'm driving? <laughs> I ain't leaving my husband. And my husband, he's 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 good with my kids, or he's he's a great conversationalist. Here's what men, when women is most likely to not cheat but leave. If if a woman finds a man that's just as good, if not better, in bed than you, and on top of that, that man's making more money than you, better job than you, more enjoyable and entertaining conversationalist than you more romantic than you, she's gone. She's gone. If he, if he has all the check marks in all the various areas of his companionship that are above yours, she's not going to cheat. She's going to leave you. But if you got a lot of things going on non-sexually, but again, the one thing that's, that's lacking is in the sexual department, then she's just going to cheat on you and stay with you. She's going to find another dude who can last longer in bed, make her come more, is kinkier than you, more dominant than you, and a couple other characteristics. She's just going to cheat and stay with you. I um I agree. I think some side dudes save relationships. <laughs> oh, oh, but, Dr. Bay, please say that again. Please say that again. I say it's a lot of side dudes out here that have <laughs> saved relationships like it be women out here, they're unhappy, but they're not leaving. And they know they're not leaving because they're fully committed to whoever they're with. The, the side dude might fulfill certain things that the, the main person is not fulfilling. And it's the same way with side women. Side women have done it for years. They say marriages. Some men be like, tell a woman, I ain't leaving my wife. Because I said that I was on a young brother. I want to say it was Ramil. Some people familiar on this channel, this young brother named Ramil Amir. I was doing a live stream. And it was mainly just black men. It might have been a few sisters in the chat room, but it was mainly men. And I said that. I said it mainly in a lighthearted manner, but I said that because I mentioned that I've had sex with a lot of women who were married, engaged in marriage, and had boyfriends. And at one point, while I was talking about it, I said, a lot of men hate on me for talking about this, but I said, the reality is, I know from the conversations I had with these women, I said, I saved a lot. Oh, it started with somebody said, well, Alan, you're just essentially admitting that you're a homewrecker. That's what you essentially are. You're a homewrecker. I said, uh -huh. you're still lost. Well, I, I'm going to say this, and I'm going to put it out to the public. I'm not going to have sex with nobody married or in a committed relationship. I, I, that's, I don't condone in that. I, I just, I don't want it to come back on me. So I, I don't condone in that. But I'm going to say 
that I do know situations where side men, side women have saved situations because you I, you could talk to your friends and family and people who you around and they be telling you stuff and you be like, oh, okay. Well, I I want to say since you brought it up, I'm, I have to give my my dislike. Yeah, I stopped. I don't continue to do that to this day. So I want people to know, and my client, mainly my male clients, to know that I have now said a bunch of times on my own YouTube channel. I stopped at around the age of thirty eight. From the age of thir- seventeen to about the age of thirty seven, roughly twenty years, is when I I indulged in it. Um. One incident in particular that my fans know that 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 contributed to me change, having to change heart. I had a guy put a gun in my head, and after I don't want to get all the details of that, but mm, it, wow, it, wow, yeah, it, yeah, a guy, a guy. That's the other side that people don't consider. Yeah, I was at a social you event. With and someone's this, wife. Yeah, right. this brother he came to me and he said, he said, "Hey man," he said, "I watched the way you you interact with my girl, man, and if I didn't know any better." I would say, you fucking my girl. Now, the average brother would have just lied in that situation, been like, oh, no, of course not. I ain't mess. I looked up there and I said, yeah, I am. And he said, come again. I said, yeah, I am. Then he said, I dare you to say that one more time. And this is one of these aspects of men's behavior that a lot of you women probably shake your head like these men and their mind. But the thing with men, when men, another man challenges us like that and basically said, tries to punk us, and that's what he's trying to do. He said, I dare you to say that to me one more time. And I looked him in his eye and I said, I am fucking your girl. And then to my unexpected surprise, he pulled out a piece. Actually, you were trying to punk him. Oh, wow. No, I disagree with that. Yeah, you were definitely trying to punk him because the classier thing to do, knowing knowing what it was, was not to agitate the situation. I've had that, too. I've had people pull up, call me, all that type of stuff. But you don't try to agitate the situation by saying, yeah, I am. But that's but, but that's your move. I mean, that's how you get there. Well, we, we're going to have to agree to disagree. But anyway, I didn't want to go on a digression about that. But back to our last point. She was saying that, uh, well, number one, I was pointing out that I stopped that at 38. But when Dr. Bay said that sometimes the side person, in effect, saves, I do believe I, I never home wrecked. Like, I never had sex with a woman who was married or engaged to be married or had a boyfriend that I know for a fact that my interaction with that woman directly resulted in the dissolution. Matter of fact, most of those women remained married for years after I had sex with them or they, they remained having that guy as a boyfriend for years. So I know I wasn't a home wrecker. But anyway, I made that point on that live stream. I said, yeah, and a lot of guys attacked me and said, what? that's bullshit. How can you see? But it's the truth. A lot of times these women would have left their husbands or, or fiancés or boyfriends if they didn't have a dude on the side. Not in all, yep. cases, but in a lot of those cases, those women told me they would have left those dudes. Mm-hmm. It was this. It was me as a side dude who motivated them to go ahead and stay with their husband, their fiance, their boyfriend. So yes, I, I'm so glad that Dr. Bay uh, offered that commentary. Well, let's get um, Leo Anthony because he's been waiting for a minute. And hey, babe, let me get you in here too. All right. 
Can y'all hear me? Yeah, what's going on, Leo? All right, this is an interesting topic because I had this conversation with um, my homegirl a couple of times. And I think, um, you know, women complain a lot about men who cheat, but they chase the men who cheat the hardest. Um, because a lot of times women are more interested if you're already in a committed relationship or you're married and you're taken and you're off the market. And a lot of them, they like to try to see if they could pull you away from your relationship and get you so they could feel like they're a better woman. So when you have women with that mindset, I don't understand why they complain about cheating. Pass the collection plate, Pastor's preaching. And not only that, not only that, it's like- I don't have that mindset. I'm just gonna put it out there. I don't have that mindset. I'm gonna take him from now. I don't do this. But not only that, it's like when you're a guy who doesn't cheat, for one, they don't believe you. And for two, it's not like they treat you better than the guy that does cheat. Because when you're a guy who doesn't cheat and you are faithful, a lot of women tend to get really comfortable and they feel like they already have you. So they don't have to be as invested or put as much work in a relationship to make it work. So they kind of take advantage of that. Whereas if you're a guy who is a cheater, or you seem like you might cheat, they will do everything to try to make you be faithful only to them. So, you know, I think, <laughs> I think, you know, you say that, you know, you don't like cheaters, but you give men who cheat the most love. So it's really confusing listening to women complain about them. And I just wanna know what your thoughts are about that. Well, let me give a shout out to DJ Nash. Thank you so much, DJ Nash. And babe, what you got going on? What you think? Well, um, for, for, to start off, I wanted to address this this connotation that if you're not married, then it's not cheating. Uh, that, in my opinion, that is absolutely false. If you go outside of what the two of you agree to as two consenting adults and you do something else while she has she or he has the belief and expectation that is just that y'all just monogamous. You know what I'm saying? Then that is cheating because you broke the agreement. But uh, the, the, the marriage, the marriage thing is just a sheet of paper. It's the relationship at a higher level. But. If you break the agreement, then, then that's some bullshit. That's on you. Um, as far as the rest of it, I, I'll, I'll chime in. I'll chime in here and there. So, um, go ahead. Okay, baby. Um, let me add Edward Anderson. Hold on, um, Mr. Research. I'm gonna rotate you in and let Edward in. Hold on. Oh, I'll be back. Edward. I'm having issues. My bad. I'm having system issues, so I'll be back. Appreciate well, it, though. That, <laughs> well, oh, I got something to say about this, but I just want to bounce. So, yeah, I'll be back in a couple minutes. Okay. So, Sister George, do you think women put in more work in a relationship to make sure a man doesn't cheat than a man who doesn't cheat? Um, I actually think that relationships start off at a certain level, but I think most people get complacent 
um, after a while. So I think the effort um, kind of dwindles. Like, you know, at the beginning of the relationship, she's got the lingerie. Um, she's cooking. She's bringing you your food. Um, she's always smelling good, looking good. Every time you come over, she, you, everything is perfect. Then as you guys become familiar with each other and, you know, the re relationship tends to settle, um, the woman stops doing a lot of the things that she used to do um, to get you or to, to kind of keep you engaged and, you know, and interested. And so I, I think that the effort uh, depletes as the relationship goes on. But what about, like I said, like a guy who doesn't cheat, like he's actually faithful. You know, what I've noticed that women don't treat those guys really special. They, no. like I said, they get, they get comfortable and then they stop doing what they used to do and then they get bored um, and then they wanna, you know, either like cheat on the guy or leave him. But when it's a guy who he's a cheater or he seems like he might cheat, they'll do a lot to make sure he doesn't go nowhere. So to me, it's kind of backwards because you're putting in more effort to make a relationship work with a guy who doesn't want you or is gonna cheat on you than a guy who's actually staying faithful to you. I, uh, I, I like a man that's loyal. I like a man that's loyal. So I'm willing to do more for a man that's showing me his he's loyal versus a man who is a blatant cheater. Well, I'll I'll be honest with you. When I was younger, um, I would say that I would I've never liked thugs, but I've liked guys that were considered hoes at one point. And so it's like um, a guy who doesn't cheat, and let's just say back in this is back in the day. So that's my disclaimer. Um, the guy who didn't do anything tended to be less dominant um, in a lot of ways versus the guy who would cheat. And you know that was a certain mindset I was in back in the day. So the guy who wouldn't cheat, would be willing to do more for me. He was more giving, he was more attentive, he was everything. So there was not necessarily a chase because it's almost like a feeling of knowing that I got him. He ain't going nowhere. He ain't gonna do nothing. I've got him in the bag. And I think a lot of women and a lot of men kind of have they that. They take advantage of that. We well, do, we do, well, or we did, I did. Well, Leo, where I would respectfully disagree with you if i heard it right and i might have heard it wrong but here's what i would say i don't believe that any woman loves a cheater so for any man to say that there's women who love men who cheat that's that's a misnomer what what it is is that a lot of women it, it comes down to two things a lot of women number one do love men with good dick that that goes without saying so that's number one. If a guy got some good dick, oh, there's going to be some women who love that guy who's giving them good dick. Number two, women, and my mother told me this as early as when I was in high school because she said this was one of the things that attracted her to my father. Women love, women most of the time play off of other women's interests. If they see that a lot of other women find a guy attractive and desirable, there's a greater than 50% chance they're going to find that guy attractive and desirable. So that's Bad. number two. And this contributes to why some women tolerate cheating. It's either because A, 
they in a relationship or marriage with a guy that's giving them some really good dick and they honestly don't feel like they can find another guy that's going to give them better dick. So it's not like they enjoy the cheating, but they're like, well, damn, this dude puts it down in bed. I don't know if I can find somebody else, at least not in the near future. So I'm going to just tolerate it. Or it could be, right. you well, know, they, along Mr. with that, they might have kids with that guy. It might not be easy for them to just leave them. And then, well, Mr. right, Mr. Allen, um, what I mean is like women and it's not cheating. They don't enjoy being cheated on. They enjoy the challenge of trying to make a man who has a lot of options not cheat. Because I heard a lot oh, of women say okay, they I want they want a guy they want a guy who has a lot of options, but he only chooses her out of all the options he has. Okay, now because it makes, like that, Leo, it makes, I totally agree with you. I it totally makes them right. It makes them feel more special, and a lot of them they will mess with a guy who they know is in a relationship or married, and they will try to get that guy to leave the other woman for them, so they could feel like they're a better woman. So you see this all the time, and they will curve a guy who's single and available over a guy that's already taken. So my question is, is like, why do you complain about cheaters when you chase the cheaters the hardest? It's the, the inner competition thing. Um, like, uh, uh, it, it's like, it's like Alan and they said earlier, if, if, if a woman sees a dude that has a lot of options and has his magnetism and, and all the women more or less uh, flock to him high key or low key, then that's when that's that piques their interest. And it was like, well, shit, you know, I, I'm a hot little thing. I bet you I can get him too. Or, or I bet you I can take him from, from take his attention from everybody else. But the crazy thing is like these same women who got a guy to cheat on his girl will still expect that guy to be faithful to her. And I'm like, you got him the same way, you know, you took him. Yeah, no doubt. That does happen. I see it. I see it. I'm in the A. I see it all the time, you know. But I uh, talked about that in one of my books, Leo. Uh, yeah, it is. That's true for both men and women, though. That's not exclusively just one-sided. I know facts. men that will do that. They were like, one of the things I warned men against in my book, the, the shameless plug for one of my books, but the possibility of sex. In one of my chapters, I say, man, one of the worst women you could hook up with is a woman that is either A, allowing you to cheat on your wife, fiance, or girlfriend with her, or vice versa. You trying to hook up with a woman that's currently cheating on her husband, fiance, or boyfriend. Why, why, if you hook up with a woman like that, why would you be surprised if she cheats on you? Why? Right. That, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So, um, yeah. but you all are, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm done. But yeah, yeah. But like, I, I, I still just want to know why do women, because I, I, a lot of women do that. And it's not just, it's all because women. They're black full women. of shit. You said, why, why do women do what? Why do women chase men who are cheaters the hardest over guys who are single and available? Cheaters are indication of good dick, but go ahead. Okay, why do why do women chase men that are cheaters over men that are no let's men say, who men who have you options? Have, you have a woman, let's say you have two guys, you got one that cheats and you got one that has all the holes. 
um, a lot of women will chase the guy who has all the holes and will try to hold on to that guy versus um, having a guy at home who's treating them right, doing everything that they want them to do. And so um, to me, I think that the guy who cheats, and this is a, a, a big thing that I think that we ignore as a community, women like to be seduced. Women like to be seduced. And so if you have a guy who's uh, seductive or whatever, and he offers some, some sort of mystery, um, he's able to put a certain sin out there or whatever, and the woman latches onto that versus the guy like that she feels that she already has. Um, and it will appear that a certain type of man would seem like they do have good D versus the other guy. Um, so most dudes who cheat don't even have good dick. Most dudes who are cheaters don't have good dick and it be little. Oh my gosh. Well, it's it, you you may be correct on that. I wouldn't know. But what I'm but but, but yeah, but but what I'm saying, nah, uh I'll let Alan handle that. But what I'm saying is when you have it's indicators, like it's the pre-qualification. Alan, I explained it. It was the pre-qualification part, which is if you got women that seem like hoes always around them, I don't care what nobody say. I mean, you can say what you want to say, but women, in my opinion, will sniff out the, the attributes that you, you said. They're biologically wired to sniff out those attributes. And in the black community, that shit is extra wired. So ain't, ain't no dude going to be open. If you see a whole bunch of hoes around this dude, this dude has either got mad money Mad dark money or mad money on the table, or he he most likely has good dick because women are not gonna be around a dude like that. And then oh, it's just his shit is little. You may be talking about that simp beta cheating bullshit where they be um, you know, they be secretive and all of that because they have sex with a whole lot of women that they can think that they know how to give good sex in bed, but that's not true. Like. I'm just well, for which, for which you're saying to be true, you you have to also believe that women don't kiss and tell. So I'm like, no, you work in a corporate. I, I say women don't kiss and tell. I'm saying that men, most men who cheat, they think they have good sex, but nine times out of ten, it ain't really that good. So, so how are they able to get consistent access then? If that if it, what you're saying is true, access because of other things, because it's other things that draw attention to women, like money. The, how, how they look, I, how they I said dress, that. they swag. It, it ain't all about they dick. All right. They call right. some dudes have all certain right. style. It don't even have all right. I'm, I'm not even going. I'm not even. All right. If you say so, but all right. I don't agree with that because I know dudes who got little ass dicks and they dogs and they and they ain't worth a pocket piss in or winner to throw it out of. So, yeah, so they get a whole bunch of very attractive women. A woman at a high level. Just so that to stroke their ego, and, I, and so we're so so what I'm when you say she, this is what I'm talking about. We're talking about dudes that is known. It's kind of known. Meaning, if you deal with this dude, you kind of know what you're dealing with when you deal with him. We're not talking about dudes that are in like committed relationships. Like these would be a married dude, and then they got like all these other assets that a woman won't want to lose, like what you said, social status, money, and then on the low, he's always doing some secretive shit. The, the type of dudes you um talking about are most likely a lot of dudes that be fucking like prostitutes or trying to find that kind of situation because they have to keep that hidden. It they have to keep this fucking women kind of, for twenty dollars out here. They're, like, yeah, these exactly. Out there and they have like hella clout, and they have. Some type of procedure about they say but, but, the, but those are not, with a whole lot of women. 
but like, those, those are basically like dudes that trick. And he making good money, but he can take her on a twenty dollar date and hit. And he think because he getting so many women that don't that ain't even of substance or on his level but, of getting. And he think and he but, think about it. No. But seriously though, like 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 we are, are we gonna really act like women today, like especially our women, but women in general are gonna be wooed by a fucking twenty five. Like that, you're speaking to a certain level of a woman. Any chick, in my opinion, just like a seven or above, they not going for that shit. So no, these bitches. That's what I'm saying. So we're talking about like bottom of the barrel on a sexual marketplace value chicks or they're young, which they don't know shit anyway. So they get wooed easily. So, yeah, that happens. But I'm talking but about women that actually got options. Most men who have a lot of women around them have sex with a lot of women. And I say, yeah, just because they have sex with a lot of women doesn't mean that they. No, how, no, I'm talking about women that are worth fucking. That's what I'm talking about. I'm not talking about scraping the bottom of the barrel in the darkest corners. Uh, that ain't what I'm talking about. But I thought that went without saying. Well, but I, Bay, yeah, that's why I explained it, Doctor Bay. Here's I, I actually agree with both of you all. It, it, uh, I think Edward just made some valid points, and you made some valid points. So I'll start with your end. On your end. Yeah, just because a man is having sex with multiple women in a short period of time does not necessarily mean he has some quote-unquote good dick, particularly if he's tricking. If if a guy is having sex with a lot of women because he's tricking or another close variation of tricking is whining and dining, that is no reflection of good dick. That just means you're financially generous and a lot of women want to take advantage of your financial generosity and they don't mind exchanging their sexual companionship for your financial generosity. So that's why I've had this discussion with some men on different channels. Tricking, that is no sign that you are some exceptionally great lover. That don't mean shit. But to Edward's point, here's when you know you are getting a lot of pussy because of some good dick. If in a situation where A, you're repeatedly women's other man and you ain't spending no money on them, you ain't spending no time with them non-sexually, but they're still always calling you, texting you, wanting you to come give them some dick, that's because you got some good dick. Pretty much anytime you getting dick from a woman, uh, getting pussy from a woman more than say two or three times, like on a regular or semi-regular basis, and you're not spending no money on that woman, and you're not spending any significant amount of time with her non-sexually, then 99% chance, that means you got some good dick. But if you so, pay for the dick, I mean, paying for the pussy, then no, that ain't no representation. Uh, so, I mean, okay, so I get, I, I've never seen, you know, Dr. Bay, I've never seen, seen you, so I get, I get that, but we, the tricking argument has been had in, like, this space, and that goes well, like, because it's easy to point out a dude that's tricking versus a dude. Like, there's two things that Alan just explained. That's easy. Dudes can point that out. Women can point that out. You Women react to dudes that are, are tricking off money very differently than women react to dudes that, um that you know, they, it's got good dick. Like, they react to them very differently. Even if you look at them in a crowd, it's, it's obvious. It, it, you know, anybody, unless you just completely game, not you, but somebody's just completely game goofy. So, 
I, I get that, and I and you never, I've never heard you or seen you had that conversation because the trigger conversation is had all the time. It's very shunned in the black community because it's seen that you're not desired and you're compensating for that. The, the, all the things you just explained is what a lot of dudes think. P pretty much, that's one of the few things people are on the agreement on, at least in this space, is what you said about the paying and, and stuff like that. But what I'm talking about specifically are the dudes that Alan is talking about, the other guy. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is because it's important. This thing about cheating, it annoys me, is women always act like they don't know what they do or they don't know what they're getting involved in. And the reality is women know the type, know the sexual desire nature of a man. They know based on what they want and they know when other women want this guy. So they know when they're doing that. And then they act like they're just so shocked at how it do this. These dudes are open about the fact that they're um, fuck boys. And, and shit, when I'm, in that, when I'm in that situation, you know what it is. So at the end of the time, oh, hold on, hold on, I'm saying something done. All this stuff, you know, Alan was talking about with the explaining and like writing it out pretty much. Like you got to spell it out. I mean, like, most of these women will artificially put themselves in relationships that you never signed up for when you were just hanging with the chick. And then all of a sudden, she getting mad because she and her feelings, and she'll tell somebody else that we, we were in a uh, relationship. I'm like, no the fuck, what? No. Like, that's not, like, what are you talking about? Like, oh, so you want to be in a relationship, but your communication skills are garbage. Because <laughs> at that point, it's like, now I want I don't want to invest in this chick, so I'm about to move on for that. And that's what people get mad about. And they try to tell other people that we were in relationships. Now, I'm not saying dudes don't be lying because they do. I'm not saying that. But um, what I'm saying is that happens just as much. And another thing uh -oh, is the minute. way. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, I did have another. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. All right. Look, I got um, you. I want to give a shout out to um, uh, Leo Anthony. Brother Leo Anthony, thank you so much for the cash app. And Edward. I try to go past that red light again. Huh? Okay. No, I said I tried to drive past that red light again. You, you stopped me. Yes. Um, Edward, you were the main reason why we wanted to bring up about this conversation because last show, um, we had a conversation about T.I. and Tiny. And Edward was bringing about a good point. Um, most people feel that Tiny is a... Um, a pushover a doormat you said doormat okay a lot of a lot of us feel that tiny is a pushover or a doormat and edward is saying that um tiny is in a much better position than a lot of women especially the women who would tell her to leave her actual relationship and so um i want to get obsidian in obsidian what do you think about that uh okay uh can everybody hear me yes we yeah can. Uh, my response. Hold on. My response to uh, to your question is, I don't. I, I I just don't. I really don't think that much about Ti or Tiny. To tell you the truth. Oh, okay. I know that's right. A woman, um, a woman being considered a doormat for not leaving a relationship that she that she's being cheated on in, but she's great financially. I don't. I, well, I have a take on that, but not in the way that you're thinking. But before I get to that, I want to follow up on this idea that Alan and Dr. Bay ran into. And to be fair, there is a well-known psychologist, white Jewish, name is Esther Pearl. She talks about this as well. You can look her up here online. P-E-R-E-L, -E very popular. 
So my, my question is this. So we're not going to debate whether that notion is out there. That's the reason why I mentioned Esther Pearl. It is. I'm not going to debate whether in this case, because we're talking about black people here. So we're just going to get right to it. Black women, what they desire men, fine. My question is this. As the non-select guy, as the dating coach for the non-select guy, my question is this for my fellow non-select brothers. Assuming everything said is true, we all agree. My question to you, non-select brother, is do you want to save such a relationship that was essentially built on a lie? Do you want to save a relationship that desecrates everything you stand for? Do you want to live a lie for the rest of your life if you're married? And if you're in a relationship, do you want to present yourself to the world as basically a fraud? Mm. Where is your dignity? How much is your dignity worth? And you're talking to a stomp down capitalist, a black Republican, a businessman. How much is your dignity worth? What, what, what's the price tag on that? What exactly is being saved here? That's my question. What are we saving? Now, to move to the other point. Let me just back up and say this. My position is this. In my dojo, in, in the house that Obsidian built, no woman is a prisoner. This ain't East Berlin. This ain't Pyongyang. This ain't Moscow back in the Soviet era. She can leave anytime she get ready. She find a better deal. God bless her. I'll help her pack. Without no marriage. Please don't do, please don't do me any favors. Please. I agree, with, I agree with that. I agree with everything you said right there. She's not a prisoner. Mm-mm. He not either. Yeah. And people choose to stay with each other. You know, for because it's more value being in a relationship than not, or they don't have a better deal. And we need to stop acting like that's not really what it is at the end of the day. All the rules about trust and stuff like that, that's that's gone. It's pretty much a free-for-all. What the best deal somebody can get is the best deal they're gonna take. And usually when people talk about crying, they talk about cheating and all of that. What they really crying about is they losing. That's really what that is. You know, because they choose to stay just like how Tiny chose. I brought up Tiny because the only reason I brought up Tiny back that last channel was because Tiny is a woman that does not run interference with how T.I. raises his kids. She is a partner in the position she needs to be in. And she doesn't say, oh, well, T.I. does this in this part of the relationship. So I'm just going to nuke the whole family and take a dad away from him because the law allows me to, which is something that Mr. Research talks about, by the way, a lot. And that's why I brought her up, because she's not like the perfect wife or anything, but she shows that you can operate in a certain type of way in one aspect of a relationship and still be on point in another aspect. All this stuff isn't mutually exclusive. And folks always justify nuking a relationship because of cheating and stuff like that when they're really harming the children and they don't oh, and they don't care about that. Stop, and that's probably why he married her. They probably had some type of. Hold on. Well, that's why he always goes back to her. You're right. That's why he goes back. Hang on. Because he knows she understands her and she understands. Hold it. Are we honestly going to invoke children now in black America? 
Really? Like, like, Obsidian, I'm just explaining why I brought it up in the first place. That's it. Since y'all want me to talk about T.I., I think he's a piece of shit. Okay. Alright? Because if he cared about his children, he wouldn't treat his wife like that. If he cared about his children, and they and if she wasn't doing it for him anymore, he'd give her the dignity of giving her a divorce, giving her alimony to care for his children, and he can move the fuck on. Right. He he won't sign he won't sign a divorce papers. I'm not saying that I agree with their marriage or their situation, but that that's what worked for them. And that's I'm using it as a case study. With. Exactly, because like I said, she could leave and she don't. And that that alimony bullshit. Oh, kiss my ass. Why does Edward act like he can't hear me? Um, I want to give a special shout out to ARC for the Cash App. Thank you so much, ARC. Go ahead, Edward. No, I was just simply saying. I'm simply. Well, simply I'm not. I'm not a fan of Ti. I brought it up as a case study because they have things that don't work. They have things. Hold on, because you're trying to look at everything black and white. That's what you're trying to do. And, and the reality is, very few relationships. Go ahead. That show you made it seem like Ti was a good dude, and just because Ti was in a better. Well, he protects and provides. So, what 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 do you want to define as a good dude? You want to say he's a piece of shit? Ti is narcissistic and controlling. And that's probably what Tiny is attracted to. So what does that say? I mean, at one point, does it become about who you, you own, who you are attracted to? T.I. and Tiny is a horrible example. He's been to jail three or four times. She took a case for him. Like, why is he an example? That's why I brought that up. A second. What does that make T? That What does that make Tiny? It makes her a piece of shit. What does it make Layla Rashad? It makes her a piece of shit. Why? Because she tolerated Antoine Fuqua cheating on her for decades. It makes her a piece of shit. And there's not no one way. Like, I was listening when Alan was talking and explaining, you know, the stuff he explained. Yeah, I know you were here. What about, about you know, is Beyonce a piece of shit? Jay-Z cheated on her. I beg your pardon? Is Beyonce a piece of shit? Jay-Z cheated on her. Is she sticking around? Yes, she see, and, and, well, yes, and, and, and so my see, and this is okay. So this is where I actually differ. My thing is, is I'm not one to judge other folks. My thing is, are you happy you in your situation? Hold on, shining example though. Yes, are you happy in your situation, and are you happy with your outcome? Ti is, I mean, not Ti. Tiny is going on notice saying that overall she is. She's more. She is more happy than not happy. Now you compare um you it's, it's about outcomes because at the end of the day, black men, I'm not on here to tell black women what to do. I'm on the only reason why you even have a man that's feel like that is because for the most part, a lot of these sisters are not happy with their outcomes. And the problem is they want to just 100 percent parlay their lack of outcomes or how stuff came out onto the dudes and what they did. When in, and here's the thing: you get to do that once, maybe twice. But if I start seeing that the last three, four niggas you've been with is like the same nigga doing the same shit. Okay, that's what you like. And I don't want to hear it at People that point. People pretend to be happy with their outcome while they're in the situation. If if T.I. left Tiny and Tiny's no longer with him, you'll hear complaints about um, all the stuff that he's done to her too. Well, I yeah, well that's just a woman. A that's, just a, that's just a woman thing. But see, okay, so give me an example because the truth is, well, I can I give know. you a whole because let me tell you, there's no man that, that has any kind of serious power, especially in entertainment, but even well, outside I'm of saying, that. Dude, well, Kanye West has never cheated on Kim Kardashian. And why are we talking about celebrities anyway? And she a known hoe. She had a point. Well, because we all know that. Because we don't know what happens behind closed doors. Like, I think well, the point. Is, is okay, well, 
Well, let's take it out of an initial people. Oh, oh, this okay. idea of a we don't. No, how yeah. are we supposed to know what happens in, 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 behind closed doors? Hey, you equalizing everything concrete. Ask me a question, I'm answering. Everybody here is a black American. We all know the situation here. Long-term relationships is a fucking joke in black America. Black America at the fault yeah. is about short-term mating and sucking and fucking. Then we try to reverse engineer it back into something long-term. And then I'm going to aim yeah. it at the ladies. And, then, and here I'm going to aim it at the ladies. You can't make a cat into a dad. You can't. Yeah, and, so and, and at the end of the... black men are cats? No. The black men attracted to tend to be cats. And the difference between Obsidian and me is Obsidian is gonna call you out, slam the door in your face at the at the beginning of the club. I'm gonna meet you where you are and say, okay, this is the fuckery you like to deal with. Are you happy with the overall outcome of the fuckery that you've chosen to deal with? Because you got some women that are overall, and I could give you I could give you a Jason Black just did a thing with this same thing. And some women are on that Queen's wine table where they ultimately are not. Your that's, happiness that's the difference. makes no difference. You, like, you could be happy and your situation can still be dysfunctional and still be harmful to the black Well, people. I don't care about that. I only care about are you happy. Yeah, but women are not complaining about the dysfunction. They're complaining about their lack of happiness and their lack of outcomes that they want. They complain about they everything. Well, but that's what it that's where the, the stuff is getting them talking all that shit is talking. Because that's because what their happiness is is what they care about. They don't look at is a situation dysfunctional. And I, I can prove that to you, um, concrete. Because if a woman is in a dysfunctional situation, let's say a man is slapping the shit out of her every once in a while. Guess what? You can't tell that chick shit. If if, if she wanna deal with that situation, you can't tell her shit. It's only after the relationship's over that she decides to want to throw everything under the table. But when she's in that mode, you—that's her business. That's, that's what gets it. So, and, and 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 my thing is because I've had situations like this with family members. Now, if you're married, it's a different situation. But um, we've had the situation where we've told her, we said, "Look, if you hit if you hit her again, it's not up to her anymore. It's not. And I don't care what she says. She could be mad at all. You're gonna get seen." And if, but if it's a situation where you're dating, at that point, you choose that. And my thing is, I'm not about telling sisters what to do. I've never been about telling sisters what to do. What I've been about is saying, look, you chose it, own it. Stop putting all this buffer in between, like you don't know what you're doing. And and I'm not saying women deserve to get cheated. That's not what I'm saying. But women know when they're dealing with it, that it's good, that they, they say it. Good dick is the best. Um, cheat fuck boy dick is the best dick. And I'm like, okay, so, you know, just like, and I'm going to say this, I'm done. Just like when dudes say, um, and I get on dudes just as hard. Oh, man, crazy pussy's the best pussy. Okay, anything she does to you, anything, and I've said this, anything she does to you is officially your fault, okay? And that's what I'm going to say. And you hear me say that with the Dwayne situation, situation. I don't like Gabrielle Union, but at the end of the day, D-Wade chose her. D-Wade plucked her out of a whole bunch of women. So anything she does with her son, all that, that's his fault because he chose that. So it's it's... I'm a fair dude, anyway. Are you? I just wanted to know, yes, like, from I Obsidian, am. I wanted to know from Obsidian when he said that um, the man and the woman wasn't shit, and you talked about the black. Um, you said that the black community as a whole, we need to do better. I wanted to kind of get your perspective on why you said that. Well, for one thing. Black women are the just like we're hearing in this form, which is by black women. Black women are the ones that are driving the conversation surrounding infidelity. 
No, they're not wrong to do that. Right. I think black women are being sincere with that. The problem I have with black women is their concern does not match their actions. Ooh. If you want a man that's not going to cheat on you, he's probably not going to have a 14-inch long, big, juicy cock and likes to sling it around. around. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. That's just the way it works. Hang on now. Easy. See, a lot of black women don't want to make trade-offs. That's not correct. Let me get hang on, hang on now. Obsidian is the surge in general. Easy. Easy. Because this is going to be harsh. It's going to be hard. I want to hear it because I want to see it's going what, to be you, harsh. what you think. Yeah. It's going to be harsh. The, what I'd say to the guys in my dojo, okay, you're a non-select guy. But, you're, but see, the great thing about being a non-select guy also means you ain't the problem black women are talking about. All this cheating shit, that ain't you, dude. That ain't you. So the ladies have to choose. Are you? Do you want to get with the guys who are le less likely to cheat on you, or are you? Do you want to roll, take a roll on the dice with the guys that got all the options all the time, and pray that uh, no other broad just trips up on his big juicy cock? Which one is it? See, black women. Um, I, I think has a very good point. Black that, women. Black yeah. women have made their choice. It's like the Matrix. A lot of sisters have made their choice. Now they have to understand it. But Obsidian, see, that's the problem. We keep wanting to put guys in these two separate categories, select versus non-select, um, and say that the, all the select guys cheat and none of the non-select guys cheat, and that is absolutely positively incorrect. All right. Um, I would say... So data? Um, because... Now, Tariq Nasheed uh, recently said on The Breakfast Club, on his Breakfast Club, his most recent Breakfast Club interview, that he thinks that um, majority of men cheat. And so if you're talking... Again, based on what data? Let me finish my point. Let me finish my point. If you're saying that the guy who has all the swag and all of that, yeah, that's a obvious. That's a given. But the middleman, which is not really talked about enough, the middleman... Um, because black women don't like to talk about it to their press point. The middle well, man, I've already said black women don't want middlemen, but go ahead. That's not true. The middleman <laughs> can do a decent job. Um, he he doesn't have to have the best of uh clothes, but he can dress decent. Um, he can still somewhat have his shit together. Those guys get a lot of ass, those guys cheat a lot. I've seen it with my own eyes. So, so, I, so define to me what a middleman is. Like, what what income does a middleman make typically? The middleman could make um fifty thousand dollars and have okay fifty together and she okay. okay fifty thousand. If you make fifty k, you're in the top twenty percent of Black American men. Just FYI, you're in the top twenty. So if we talk about middleman as far as all races, because even in all races, the median is now thirty three thousand. So, I mean, when you say middle, you're I, I get that. And that and that that is middle income. That's middle class income. So I'm not trying to be stupid. But what I'm saying is even when you all say middle dudes, chances are if you describe to me an artificial middle dude, if I say give me height, weight, give me attributes, he's probably going to still fall into a top 20 percent dude physically so and financially. So wait a minute, a guy being about 5'10", um, he could probably have a pot belly, a pot belly and titties. Um <laughs> You really telling me those are the niggas you fucking you would fuck you would fuck with. 
Is that what you're telling me? Okay, no. I, I want to step in real quick and say, yeah, to Sister George's point, and see, this is why, with all due respect to my fellow dating advisor, uh, Ron Wills, because that's his terminology, select and non-select. That's why I I, this is one of the reasons I, I kind of have a problem with that terminology, because based on what I hear guys describe as select versus non-select, I've known a lot of non-select guys to cheat on their girlfriends, wives, or fiancés. I'll give you a classic scenario. Let's say a woman hooks up with non-select Joe, mainly because he's financially generous and making a lot of money. She's really not attracted to him physically or sexually, so she only has sex with him once or twice a month. He, over a period of time, gets frustrated. His boys say, hey, man, let's go to Vegas. He goes to Vegas with his boys, meets a call girl, cheats with that call girl, and then he comes back home and his wife finds out about it. She says, Joe, I hear through the grapevine you cheated on me when you went with your college friends to Vegas. Is that true? And he said, well, kind of she said, nigga, tell me the truth. He said, okay, okay, okay. You ain't been fucking me. You ain't been giving me no pussy. So hell yeah, I cheated with a bitch in Vegas. What, what, what? I've seen that scenario played out like that. Sound, that sound like a white. That sound like a white. Oh, that's brothers. Scenario. No, I know brothers. It could be a man could just be out at the club and he a cheat. Now, if you're talking about again, we got to clarify though what type of cheat you're talking about. From what I was hearing, Edward talking about, and even probably to less extent Obsidian too. If you're talking about a guy who's just a natural womanizer, just got that. yeah. Woman, me and Obsidian are never talking about tricking Alan because we've had that debate. Select category, so I'll grant you that. That yeah, we're never talking about tricking. Like in this, in this, like yeah, go ahead. But when I hear somebody out there again, in absolutes and say no non-select man will ever cheat. That is not a true statement. Well, we're not talking about tricking, though. Like, everybody keeps bringing tricking into this. And I know Obsidian don't talk about tricking like that at all to the extent that I talk about it. Because I'm going to tell a dude, just go overseas and do the sex tourism thing, not do that crap. And also, another thing, too, if a dude is married, I'm not going to tell no dude to be doing all of that. Because at the end of the day, if you if you cheat with the way these laws are, if you were dumb enough, to, I don't think men to get married is stupid. But if you're dumb enough to get married and then think you're going to cheat with the way these laws are, you, you are a fucking fool. And, you know, these laws are built to punish dudes like that. So I would never even tell a dude to be in a relationship dude. So those are dumb dudes in the first place because they setting themselves up to get took because they already put themselves in that position. So I I'm just saying we're never talking about dudes that are tricking. So y'all keep inserting the not. And when I say y'all really mean you, Danielle, because you keep inserting that when you like y'all don't even talk about tricking like that on this platform. Like this. I don't know where these these okay, not select dudes. OK, maybe you taking tricking like uh, actually physically giving money to a female tricking can acculturated be prostitution with dates is the same i get what you're saying now, wine and dine counts too tricking can be like oh he buying purses he taking her on trips he he doing all this stuff to to try to get in this woman paying well, well oh, absolutely you, and, and do you try to to your point that's called see I, that's why i was divided too some people call everything that involves money tricking but there's actually was called whining and dining. That's what like sugar daddies do. Trick in part two. They whine and whining and the, the biggest, biggest difference between the two is that whining and dining is legal. Tricking in most cities, countries, there's exceptions here and there, but most cities and countries, tricking is illegal. You could actually and, go to jail for tricking. 
Yeah, well, I, I, that's true, but for intensive purposes, it's it's the same. Like for what Doctor Bay talking about, it's the same thing as far as a female's concerned. Um, and, and it is. I mean, I get your stuff is valid too, but it is the same thing as far as the outcome that we're talking about. When we're talking about dudes that are desired, I'm not talking about dudes that use their money to compensate for that because those are the women. Because in the black, let's be honest, in the black community, most women, but well, women think black men ain't got that kind of money like that outside of a couple of dudes. To really police to the point where they can get a bag and get all that. This is the type of stuff where the where the black men build stuff. So they think they're more likely to be able to get dudes that know how to fuck than they are dudes that actually know how to spend. So as a result, they are choosing good dick. Like this is why when you look at we've talked about this, Danielle. When you talk about how a black white women prioritize security and then how they feel later, they try to do the BS to get that. Women, our women go at how they feel and then try to see if they could finesse some security with another dude or something like that. It's the opposite for that very reason. But yes. see, Edward, well, I'm, this is not so much a disagreeing with what you just said, but I want to throw something out, out there. I, I'll preface it by saying on my channel, I don't really like to use the word leagues, although I've used them occasionally. But this is, with this discussion going on, this is where I have to implement the term, why you hear some people say, she's out of your league, to a man or to a woman, he's out of your league. What is meant by that is this. Let's say I'm a man that for every 10 women I socially interact with, eight of those 10 women just throw the pussy at me. And I hook up with a woman in a relationship where for every 10 men she interacts with, roughly eight out of every 10 men throw the dick at her. That would represent that me and her are in the same league. But if I hook up with a woman that she has way more dick thrown at her on a weekly and monthly basis than I do pussy thrown at me or vice versa, then that means we're not in the same league. And I've seen those type of relationships take place, starting with college, where a guy, a woman might hook up with a guy who has pussy thrown at him left and right. And she see, that's the one thing that will at least halfway keep a guy in check. If you got a guy who's a womanizer who got a lot of pussy thrown his way, but he's in a relationship with a woman that got a lot of dick thrown her way, he's going to be hesitant. He's going to be like, well, shit, I don't want to fuck this up because shit, you know. But if you would mismatch people, that's one of the downsides of pursuing somebody that's quote unquote way out of your league is that you're almost naive if you're a woman and you hook up with a guy that's a prolific woman that is highly desired by Thank you. You're you're being delusional if you think that at some point he's not going to give in to He might resist some episodes of temptation. All guys are capable of resisting some episodes of temptation. But when a guy has pussy thrown at him left and right, left and right, day after day, week after week, month and month, he's going to be like, shit, I got to take advantage of some of this shit. And, 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 and in your opinion, in your opinion, Alan, which one? Go ahead. Um, I want to give a shout out to Art Install TV for the cash app. Thank you so much, Art. Go ahead. Yeah, I just want to uh, try to try to. We can try. I'm sitting before you go. Let uh, was going to ask me a quick question. What, All right, this is a quick question. Who's more delusional about that? Who's more aware if they're out of um if somebody's out of their league when they're in a relationship, men or women? Yeah, generally speaking, I I would say there's a a high number. I've observed a high number of both, but I'll say this. Here's why I will lean towards women. 
and somebody touched on this earlier. There's a lot of women who foolishly and naively think that they can't, their pussy is so magical that they Thank can you. change a man. Like they'll know a guy has a reputation for being a prolific womanizer. And they, they kind of say in their own mind, their ego leads them to believe, well, shit, he ain't never had this pussy. He ain't never had, you know, Tiffany Johnson pussy. And once he get this pussy, he ain't going to want no other. But no, I don't work like that. These are your typical instant thoughts, by the way. But go for ahead. Most men, here's the reality that some women ain't going to want to hear. But for most men, pussy is pussy. I mean, in terms of like, you know, it's a wet, warm hole <laughs> that men slide their dicks in. And, you know, I don't care how good a woman thinks she got a pussy, how good she thinks it is. For the average prolific womanizer, it ain't going to make his head spin. Now, for some guy who already gets any pussy, yeah, some good pussy, i leave that dude at the crib crying like, when can I get some more of that pussy? That shit was so good. But like the pussy from Harlem Nights, if anybody saw Harlem Nights when that, that white dude called, he said, I, I'm never coming home again. And um, But yeah, the average prolific woman, has, his attitude going to be like, ain't nothing, ain't nothing magical about your pussy. Ain't nothing magical, but now he, that said, on a quick side note, I here's where women do need to know, particularly ones who are reluctant to engage in oral sex. How is it? Is is do it feel all the same to you? That's what you're saying. I've known dudes that will put a ring on a woman's finger because she sucked dick like a champ. Now that's real motherfucking talk. But it don't have nothing to do with her box. Oh, well, the truth is, most of these women can't fuck like they think they can. All right, all right, all right. The pussy Just like some men can't okay. either. Okay. Okay. But women are more delusional about that. Okay. okay. I think men are. Okay. okay. Go ahead, Obsidian. So if we, if this is a snapshot of Black America, what's going on right now, that pretty much answers why things are the way they are in Black America. I mean, my position is this. Look, I have no problem with people that like to have sex with, with various partners. That, hey, it's a free country. They can do that. All I'm men and women alike, black men, black women, fine, fine. Just don't screw up other people's lives. If that's how you want to live your life, fine. Just don't screw up other people's lives. Other people have a right to determine what they want for their life, too. The problem I have in present day black America is, a, is this very selfish borderline psychopathic uh, 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 immature point of view that holds that we have a right to do whatever the fuck we want to do and damn everybody else including the children that's the problem I have you want to live that way you want to screw whoever you want to screw you want to live a, fr a free spirited life black man black woman great just leave other people who want something else for their lives the fuck alone. But sitting, they're never gonna do that. They gotta fuck up other people's lives. That's why we see some of these female celebrities that talk about other people's marriage. They try to say, you know, you're young, why you wanna do that? You should go around fuck around because misery breeds company at the end of the day. And one question I'd like to ask Lace is up here. The most important question, what's so wrong with cheating? Um, to me, if we're in supposedly a monogamous relationship and we came to an agreement 
um, that we're in a monogamous relationship and we built a relationship on being monogamous and trust and loyalty, then when that trust and loyalty is violated is where the problems come in to me personally. Okay. Miss D, Miss Bay. Well, I want you to answer that same question when you, when after uh, Dr. Bay. Yeah, I, um, I think what's wrong with cheating is that um, like the three men up here have already like hit a lot of valid points about cheating. Like if you're lying or presenting yourself to be like loyal or faithful or whatever, and you're are you are you playing are you still out here playing the field, but you want to try to hold on to somebody, you know, whether you're in a marriage situation or if you're in a dating situation, whatever you you have verbally committed to you need to to go buy it and if you don't want to go buy it you know go by what you said then just let, let that person go on about their business because there's people out here getting killed for cheating because you're lying to somebody like it's Who's people who men or women you mean men are killing other women um women men are killing women and women are killing men like if a woman leave a man for cheating on her because he was lying to her like if a woman leave a man for cheating on her because he was lying to her and she knows that like she knows her pedigree she knows what her worth and she leaves him some of these men be coming after these women trying to kill them and then it's 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 the other way around it's men out here who a women out here who will cheat on a good man and he'll leave her high and dry like he was doing all this stuff for her and wasn't cheating on her and and uh, and he leaves her, and he leave, and he'll and he'll be like and he'll kill her. You know, it's it's a, it'll work both ways. So 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 it's a way. So I think cheating. Why why not cheat? Because you can you can eventually like you can you hurt a lot of people's feelings, and then lying and being manipulative is not the not a way people should live. And I think the way society is set up now. They try to make it like it's cool to be a side piece, or it's cool to be a side nigga, or it's cool to. So it's not cool. That's none of that's cool. I don't but, think it's cool. Okay, but that's an absolute average. The, the raw data in regards to the death between men and women, and you know, somebody caught infertility, that there is fatality at the end of it. Have they really did an actual number on this? A stadium or anybody? Oh, actually, ask the ladies. I mean, no, it don't even. I, I mean, it, no, there's no. I mean, the data. I would say men are killing more raw men data. more than anybody's killing other people, but that's not even relevant because it, it it can happen at any at any point but if that shit happens at the end of the day you look i'm gonna tell you something folks be killing me with acting like they not knowing who they messing with like when when like because when we start talking about killing and stuff you're dealing with particular type of people that it's a high likelihood that that type of stuff is gonna happen and this this goes back to the crazy um woman thing if you do you tell me don't ever tell me that um i like dealing with female crazy chicks because the pussy good because as far as i'm concerned at that point you let you you letting when the killing starts then it's fucked up but that's why that shit goes dudes are playing with you know matches with dynamite and but do people know what they're doing that's what i'm saying and i have been in a situation where i supposedly cheated and then it come and then come and then come to find out this bitch was cheating too but yeah. the 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 absolute audacity that she will that she had i'm like like are you fucking kidding well, me it matter if she's cheating if you were 
Like, like the uh, no, she was cheating first, and the audacity, the no, audacity that she right. had, and um, and I didn't even give, I care, but I didn't care because I didn't care. I was like done with the relationship anyway. So really, a lot of dudes be cheating so to get get you away from them. Relationship. I was yeah, I was done with her like anyway for the most part, but because I there was other things anyway. Long story short, this chick was she, she's a hoe. And, and at the end of the day, it is what it is. I wasn't with her that long. And I'm not even mad at her for that. Uh, the thing that annoyed me more than anything, the thing that annoyed me more than anything was the fact that she sat here and really acted like she's some, some, something that she ain't because she mad at her fucking ego. Like, and she even told me later on that's what it was. And I'm like, like, like that, that's what goes on because these because hold on, I say this a lot of folks be presenting themselves when they get cheated on that they're these absolute loyal people. Oh, well, you know, he cheated on me. No, you mad because your ego got took a blow to your ego because you thought you had this dude under control and he had his own agenda just like you had your own agenda. And I would argue about 80% of these chicks crying about cheating, they cheat too. And when they don't, it's because the dick is so good, they imprinted by it. That's the that's the one part when that doesn't happen, and that's when Doctor Bay said about that crazy shit is like. So so here's my here's my thing. Okay, so with all of this activity surrounding dating and mating in Black America, which is really about dysfunction, cheating, the the the, the real. I mean, there's a very real cynicism. Like you know, you just heard of that from Ed just a minute ago. Alan talked about how you know certain types of Black men. You know, sex ain't no thing to them. So we, and, and of course, there's a lot of black women who are deeply cynical. As far as they're concerned, all men cheat or the vast majority of men cheat. And that's that. So with all of this bad blood, bad faith, how is any of this good for the black community? How? I won't know. I won't. I definitely won't say that it's good for the black community, but I, I honestly don't think a lot of us are honest with ourselves about um, how relationships work and what relationships go through, um, especially if you're trying to maintain a long, long-term relationship. And so I, I just don't think that we're honest about um, our attraction and, you know, the other shit. I don't think we're very honest. Yeah, because we know motherfuckers are going to pull care. out. Obsidian, I thought you said you don't care about the community. Whether I do or don't, it's still a valid question. Because people are always crying about the community. Well, people know because people use this is the thing, and I get what Obsidian's saying. First of all, people don't care about the community. The second thing is the folks will use the community talk as a mechanism. It's kind of like a negotiation tactic. This is a way to try to shame dudes in, into trying to do what they ultimately want. For example, the reason why the Eidos thing, one of the reasons why the Eidos thing took off like it did, because that was another way to segment dudes from dealing with um, other cultures of even black women. This wasn't spoken, but this was a driving, kind of a low-key driving thing because people want to take the guys that they want and they want to try to use shame and any other things necessary to corral those dudes into only choosing them. This is where the fucking colorism argument comes from. Using colorism as a euphemism for black men being racist against other black women um, based on who's not choosing the ones that they want. This is why 80% of the colorism argument is irrelevant to 80% of black men because they're not really talking to 80% of black men. The point is the pro-black stuff 
uh, is inserted as a mechanism to try to control people. But ultimately, nobody's going to sacrifice the shit they want to do for a actual community. And this is true for women. And this is true for a lot of dudes, too, to actually co-sign a lot of that gynocratic crap. This is why when you see all this complaining on mainstream media, radio, mainstream um, Internet, you hear the same stuff at all levels. It's what black men ain't doing, ain't doing, ain't doing. Never what can they do in order to improve the situation. But, so but that, that shit is bullshit on its face. And I gotta say to that, see, I'm not into all those discussions, I guess, that you're into, but my simple question would be, why would you care? I mean, when I, I don't I don't I don't listen to anybody trying to tell me who I should date or who I should fuck. I don't fuck. I, I done fucked at least one or two women of pretty much every race and ethnicity on this planet. Matter of fact, probably 35, 40% of the women that I had sex with that were married at the time, engaged at the time, and had a boyfriend at the time, were non-black women. They were white women, Hispanic women. So it ain't like these just sisters out here cheating. Well, well, I know a whole bunch of non-black women. Oh, yeah, women. absolutely, absolutely. And you're right about that. And what I'm saying, but what I'm saying is in context to a black community, because that's where a lot of this stuff, you know, you got the dating side and then you had like, you know, because, you know, I come from PGS Igmore. So you got the community side. And the thing with the community is you start to realize everybody's in on it. Everybody's in. It's you know not. What? Oh well, you know they will talk about. Well, well, why don't we have an actual black community that does all the things that it needs to be done? And you realize everybody is in for the most part, you know, in a sense where they're doing their own shit and they want the community to come validate the shit they're doing. So okay. they, they, I say it this way: they want the community to improve, but they don't want it to change. Well, see, I got it. I don't want to digress away from time to time. I just say this is my final point about the stuff you talking about, man. I've said this before. And to me, it depends on who you who you hang around with, man. Because at the risk of using a more appropriate term, a lot of the people I hang around with are what a lot of black people call the bougie crowd. When I'm around a bougie crowd, man, they don't be talking about none of this shit that I be hearing on YouTube. And that's just real talk, man. They don't be talking about none of this, hardly any of this shit I hear that a lot of guys and sisters be talking about on YouTube. When I'm around my real life bougie team or semi-bougie type friends, they don't be talking about literally none of it. Like I was at a party in the D.C. area a couple of Christmases ago. And I started bringing up shit, talking points that I heard from YouTube to do with, you know, the black community. Man, you should have saw how the brothers and sisters I was with looked at me. They looked at me like I was talking Chinese. They was like, what the fuck are you talking about? They they weren't proving okay. this type of shit. Man. Because their bougie allowed them to live in a bubble that, that's exactly. separated from reality on a lot of stuff. Man, this, this is another yeah. section of brothers and sisters who be talking about a lot of shit that I hear on YouTube. But so, a lot of the, so, what I call the Jack and Jill crowd, they don't be talking about this type of shit. So, man. so, so what I know the Jack and Jill crowd too. What percentage yeah, of Jack and Jill crowd is the black community? Let me jump in on that. Okay. I'm not denying that uh, Alan Roger Curry's personal experience. Fair enough. Maybe what it says is that there's a serious disconnect between the, quote, bougie crowd and the more great unwashed of black America, something that's already been documented. Eugene yeah, Robinson talked about the nation of Islam. Eugene, Eugene Robinson talked about this in disintegration, the splintering of black America. So maybe there's a disconnect. Oh, and I agree with that. There is. And, really? and, 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 and that aside, are we suggesting that the issue of cheating is non-existent among the black bougie crowd? 
No, I'm not, I'm not at all saying that. I'm saying that when you start throwing in, just go beyond the discussion of cheating and start talking about uh, pro-blacks making you want to date only black men, only black women, that type of stuff. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Colorism well, definitely had well. All right, all right, all right. Let's look at that. Let's just take that. All right. So are we suggesting that the black bougie crowd is not in their own way pro-black? Because if your answer is yes, how do you explain the divine nine of which you're a member? What do you mean? How do I explain the divine? The divine, the divine nine, by definition, is pro-black. Is it not? Not necessarily. No. It depends on how you define pro-black. It's it, hang on. It was the, it was developed by and for black college of folk. Oh, yeah. If you're talking about the early 1900s, of course, hands down, without question. That was and, a different society, though. And, and, and this contemporary society, oh, man, so many of my frat brothers are either married to non-black women or in constant relationships with non-black women, and ain't no way you can say that person's quote-unquote pro-black. And I know a lot of AKAs and Deltas who are in relationships with non-black men. So in that sense, it ain't no all this hardcore black glove pro-black shit going on. Okay. Yeah, but, but it was created for that. Hang on, hang on. Because and I and I plead ignorance here because I'm not a member, but my understanding of my understanding of the nine is is a pro-black message. That that continues to this day. It's about service to the community, uplift of the community, each one teach one, and it's very much a pro-black thing when it comes to marriage, hence the Jack and Jill Club, which was born here in Philly. That was about pairing off the 10% brothers with the 10% sisters. Mm-hmm. That's what that was about. That may be how it started. Yeah, that, that was yeah. in the 1900s. And, and and you just answered the question. They're not pro-black. That's why they don't talk about it because they got money and they got other priorities. Like like the best way to understand that is to understand Kamala Harris. You know they 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 got completely different priorities going on there. They're more class. First. The Jack and Jill and Boo Black Boule Bougie crowd is class first. They are class first. There and if you, you can understand that, if you understand that, interact with them that way, then you're gonna get a lot more traction than if you like. I don't ever. You right. I don't talk about pro-black shit with them. I talk class first, and then the other stuff kind of goes without saying. But that's why I separate them from black people in general. You can't even look at them like real black people. Let me bring in in something else. Now, so with that being said, let me bring in something else. Are we saying that cheating in the black community, which is very high, higher than anybody else in the country, studies have been done on this for both black men and black women. Are we saying that this mass level of cheating in modern day black America does not have a deleterious effect on the black American body politic read the community really cheating is going on in every culture what are you talking that's about? not what I said I said cheating has been shown to be documented at a higher level for both black women meaning black <laughs> women cheat, and black men meaning black men cheat my question is this with such a high degree of cheating in black America, which is more than anyone else in America, are we seriously going to say that it does not have a deleterious effect on the black community? I, I don't know about that stat, but I will say this. 
even with that stat aside, it, it obviously does because this is why black men are not getting married. This is why black men are basically, if they're womanizers for the most part, playing the field until they're ready not to because that's another complaint is black men wait too late to get married. And this is why you, I mean, this is, you know, this is why you don't even have a stepdaddy market like you. The stepdaddy insurance policy is dead compared to what it used to be because of a lot of the lack of respect. So yeah, there's, you can obviously see the effects on the community. I don't know if it's any more than like any anybody else because white woman single motherhood is rising too and i know ulysses could talk about the fourth industrial complex which is kind of an overall thing but you can definitely see the effects on the black community in particular yeah, regardless of it, it has a dramatic effect on the black community as a whole and black family and that's what i'm saying all i'm saying is what is what are the cumulative effects or what is i mean you know do we really need to debate all the numerous research and studies. That well, realistically, who has ever tried to suggest that cheating has benefited society? No, no, no. Well, well we have we have evidence with you and Miss Doctor Bay that says <laughs> that cheating has benefited, saved marriages and relationships. My question becomes, my question becomes, and I didn't deny that you guys said that. I even steel manned your argument by off by doc, mentioning Doctor Esther Pearl. My question, you mean Pearl. And I would ask, and I would ask Dr. Pearl this if I ever get a chance. My question becomes, my question becomes, okay, how what is being saved? It seems to me you're saving a lie. It seems to me. Ask you a question. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Let me get in, Edward. Let me ask you this question. I'll say to you. So let's just say if a couple gets married, they get married early. Um, let's say mid twenties. The guy cheats and they have kids. Should the woman leave him um, when they have children and they're married? And that was one of the things that I. It happens all about. the time. It happens all the time. What do you think? What do you think the term latchkey kid came from? Yeah, I understand that, but what I'm saying is, it's still not beneficial to the kids after the fact because the woman will be left a single mother. For a period of time, if she well, it's more beneficial for the kids to, to, to know that their mom is being cheated on by their dad, really? Well, would it be more beneficial to actually have the dad in house because you do have men that cheat but still maintain their household? And what so, kind of man would that be? Let me let me finish my point. Huh, a lot of my men. What are you talking about? Is, <laughs> talking about um, women leaving. Men. What kind of what kind of lesson is being taught? Let's assume that they're there. But we'll take sons first. What kind of lesson is being taught to that son by such a dad? I'm not going to say it's a good lesson that's being taught, but what but I you said it was better for the children, but it was together. You said it was better for the children. I can get down to it. So Please? if you have a man that's leading and he's a provider, he's taking care of the house, he takes care of his family. Um, he's a decent dude for the most part, but every now and then he goes and gets some strange. Right, he's just he's just a cheater. He's a cheater. Right. Um, what I'm saying is you have guys that are able to handle business, you have guys that's able to run parts of their community, but they do fuck on the side. Well, all right, well, let's look at it on so the man. That man, and let's just say she's been with this man for a long time. Let's say she's been with the man for over like 10 plus years. They still have small children. Should she leave that man to become a single mother? And then if she's over a certain age, she's already hit the wall. So does she get back out there to date when she's a single mom 
Like how do how do you how do you feel about that? Maybe you, maybe you don't, but you still have your dignity. Yes. Yes. Why but doesn't she just cheat as well? Dignity isn't necessarily. Is it, um, going to make it anything better? So, so wait a minute, Obsidian. Are you saying that any man who cheats is not capable uh, of of being a good husband? No. What I well by definition, he's not a good husband because he cheated. By definition. Oh Lord. I don't have to agree with that. By definition. If you're a husband that cheats on your wife, you can't be a good husband by definition. Now, let me tell you, that's, that's why a lot of dudes aren't getting married. Go well, ahead. I, I have mixed feelings on what you said. As everybody knows, I, I have a strong disdain for cheating. I, I don't promote cheating, encourage it, condone it at all. So let me make that perfectly clear. Right. I do not. As I said, I've, I've only in my own life cheated about two or three times and that was that was between like 17 and 19 17 and 20 starting with age of 21 up to now i've never cheated on a woman um but i did a form me and my brother used to do these forums in gary indiana they were similar to some of the live streams you see now interesting enough on youtube where we take different topics and one we did a a, a forum on what makes a good husband and what makes a good wife and this sister on the panel, she basically was saying something similar to, I think, what Sister George was getting at. She was basically like, I don't like guys who cheat. I would I would never, you know, say that that's good, a good thing. I don't like it. But she was basically like, that said, though, if a guy has a lot of check marks in other areas of the marriage, he's good with the kids, he's financially responsible, got a good job, doesn't verbally or physically abuse me, et cetera, et cetera. She was like, I, I'm willing to forgive a handful of episodes of cheating. She said, because you might have me in another situation with a guy who's faithful, which is a good thing, but he might be uh, financially irresponsible, erratically employed. He might be hitting me, beating that, the shit that, up. That also makes him a bad husband. And, and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, I know people. plenty no, I know plenty of black men that are married, that are old, they're in your situation, they're in the situation what you talk about, Obsidian. The bottom line here is being married is serious business. I agree with that. Ain't built for this. Everybody ain't for I agree with that. You no disagreement from me on that. That's, that's the point. Everybody ain't built. Let's check them in. Everybody ain't built to be a leader. Everybody ain't built to get up day after day after day, whether they feel like it or not, and go and hit the clock. Every man ain't built for it to not go and bang anything that moves in the skirt. Every man ain't built for that. Women know this. And some women not built for it. So my, position is, so my position is we need to get those people that ain't built for it and move their ass over there. Yeah, go somewhere else. Well, that, that, that sounds good on paper, but it'll never happen. Mm-mm. Uh, uh, it's, it's, some it's, who, right now, it's some men who will push how you say it's some men who will push a woman to be so frustrated with them like it could be like he could be financially keeping money from her or he could be not, not being intimate with her and I think like somebody was mentioning in the comments like he uh, some men will purposely start doing certain things to a woman for the woman to leave them so they can be with somebody else because now, they don't have, they don't have the, 
the gall to, I guess, tell her that it's over or whatever. Oh, yeah, I've seen that happen. Now, Cindy, let me ask you a question, since I know you listen to a lot of my past episodes of my uh, blog talk radio show. You keep mentioning Esther Perel, even though you keep calling Esther Pearl, but it's actually Esther Perel. Um, I interviewed her on blog talk radio. First question, did you did you happen to hear that interview or no? No, I, I had no idea that you interviewed her, so I had to go back and listen to her. Oh, yeah, she's she's. I consider her one of my top 10, in terms of the notoriety of my guests, she is one of my top 10 interviews ever on Blog Talk Radio, because like she's internationally known. And it's interesting, during our interview on the subject of cheating, me and her had a, a respectful disagreement. Because she here's some she said that that I, I disagree as everybody know because of my more one philosophy. I'm gonna be I believe in upfront and straightforward honesty in every situation. Whereas Esther Perel, this is what she said. She said, I don't if she I'm paraphrasing words, but essentially she said, if you're married or you're in a long-term relationship and you say have a one-night stand or a weekend fling. She said, I believe you should keep that to yourself. And I said, really? She said, yes. She said, do not endanger your marriage or long-term relationship by revealing the details of some type of short-term fling. She said, now, if you know, consciously know, I'm hearing background noise. Somebody got background. If you know that you're in the midst of an emotionally driven affair, an emo long-term emotionally driven affair. She said, that's when I do believe you should come clean with your spouse or partner because inevitably you're going to leave that relationship. Again, that relates to Tyler's last dream, when you stay, when you leave. She said, usually if you're in an affair, an ongoing affair, Ultimately, you're going to leave your current partner for the person you're cheating with. But she said, if it's a one-night stand, weekend fling, or something real short, I said, no, I believe, number one, you shouldn't be cheating. I believe you should go into a relationship and you should tell your partner, hey, I love you, but I want to fuck other people. I'm going to just make that clear. And then we, we do the polyamory thing. Anyway, she was like, no, no, I think she said, I think it's okay. She actually said it's okay. She said, I think it is okay for a man or woman to have an occasional one night stand or weekend fling with other people. She said, I don't see that as highly detrimental to a marriage or relationship. And she said, I don't think you should ever risk your marriage or relationship. Now, given what she said, I would like to first ask Sister George and Dr. Bay, what do you, uh, and we got another female I see down here, Miss J, I want to know from the women, what do you think about Esther Perel's comments? Okay, nobody. <laughs> Dr. Bay, take it, take it, what's your name? Um, That's just, that's her. You know, we can't speak for her. That's her. If she want her man to cheat on her on the side and don't tell her, that's her. I, I mean, I want my man to look at me in every way as the most desirable woman he has. And if he can't do that, then he can go on and be with somebody else. Okay. Um, that's just me. Concrete had a good question. Um, I'm going to direct this question to Complex. And then, Miss J, I'm going to get to you in just a second. Do men get to a point to where they don't want to cheat anymore does it does it get to a point 
And I honestly, what I would say to that is I think they do after their penises stop working. But that's just me. Complex, what do you think? Okay, Complex, we can't hear you. Miss <laughs> um, J, are you there? You muted us. That's probably why. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Take, take him off a of mute and he'll probably be able to talk. Let me see. Or okay. just tell them, take yourself off the mute. Yeah, because uh, you guys have to unmute yourselves. What do you yeah, think? Yeah, that's what I did. Do you think um, people stop? Do you think that men stop at a certain point, um, Ms. J? No, you're right. They stop when their penis stops working. <laughs> <laughs> that No, I'm saying that's, that's, that's literally what happens. If you have someone who has poor sex discipline they don't stop they yeah, stop when they can't do it anymore and that's just part of it so if you're in that type of marriage you either you know can accept it or move on but if you have someone who occasionally cheats and they're not blatantly disrespectful such as bringing the woman on to where you know your family and friends can see it and they're not spending huge amounts of money he's not knocking her up he doesn't bring you diseases I mean, nowadays, if you want to be married, that's just that could be just part of it. So well, again, you're either going to have multiple divorces or move on. Well, Sister George, I, I have a problem with the way you 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 phrased that comment, and I think Miss J just did the same thing. You saying when does a guy stop cheating, or when does a guy stop having sex with multiple women? Because those are two different questions. Well, no, no. we're talking about married men. When yeah. married men have sex with another other women, they are cheating. No, that's not true. That's not true. That's not that true. is true. No, that's, that's true. true. No, that's it not was, true. That is true. Have you that's ever heard not of true a to you, but that's true marriage? to almost every. Have you ever heard of a polyamorous marriage or open marriage? We're not talking about an open marriage. Well, you said just because a man is, if a man is married, he's having sex with someone other than his wife, that's automatically cheating. No, it's not if it's a, a polyamorous marriage or open marriage. No, it's not cheating. Okay, but how many polyamorous and open marriages are there in America? Shit, there's more than. So take more aside, take aside that. More than most. Take, people take think. aside that, and people who are out there who look who who have the wedding ceremony, they stand before their friends and God and say, "I take you and nobody else until I die." Not the ones who just say the words, but the one who are actually believing it. And you have the wife believing it or the husband believing it. And then you go around and break that vow. You're cheating. So You're cheating when you lie to your spouse, period. Okay. Yeah, can I just jump in? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so uh, first of all, let me introduce myself real quick. Uh, uh, I'm actually a young 19-year-old brother out here in the East Coast uh, majoring in computer science and you know listening to this conversation you know the, i've actually been in the magic room i like when the channel you may recognize me shout out to edward and, and mr research um and my perspective on on the uh the, the subject as to you know should a woman leave or stay you know one thing I, i've sort of seen throughout my life you know I, I guess i'm a little young now but you know as a guy because you know for example when I graduated from high school i graduated with a full uh, a straight a's full, no i actually got a full scholarship to my college right uh, very few black men, black boys were able to do that. Um, and even now, I'm majoring in computer science. You know, like when I get out, I'm going to be, uh, I guess, making 80, 90K, pretty much a top income earner. And what I'm seeing, you know, right now, really amongst the, the, the black women around me is, it, it, it's crazy because 
even the quote unquote uh, girls who are nerdy and stuff like that, they'll typically go for guys who have all the options. And, and, and I have not no problem with that, but see, here's what typically happens. This is how I think a lot of successful young black men actually end up dating out. Because when they're in school and they're, you know, they're, they're that nerdy, uh, nerdy geeky guy in the office and the library, you know, reading his, his tech books, I'm like, chicks ain't really, ain't really, ain't really checking for him. But a lot of times, you, you'll have that Indian chick, that Hispanic chick, that even that white girl who will come and look at him and say he has potential. I've seen that all the time. In fact, right now, I, uh, one, one of my friends, I'm like, he, he's a junior right now. He's about to graduate. I'm like, <laughs> the guy was getting no options, no look from black chicks, bro. But for some reason, the Indian chicks were just all over him. And maybe it's because they just thought that he, he was a tech guy, right? He stayed with this dude. He graduated, and then when you know, now that he's you not know, he, he's a DMV, he's Washington DC, he's making like 80k, and now he has an Indian wife, and everybody's like, "What happened?" I'm like, "Well, you know, when this guy was you know reading his textbooks, and you know he he, he wasn't with the with the J's and the swag, I'm like, y'all wasn't really checking this nigga, you know what I'm saying? But then when the Indian, when you when he ended up with an Indian, so you want to get mad. So my thing, going back to the whole topic as to whether you know, I, I guess it's mainly based for the black community. Uh, uh, as, as opposed to the cheating, the reality situation is the reason why there's so much cheating in the black community is because a lot of times, I hate to say this, a lot of young black chicks, even older chicks, they tend to go for guys who they know can't cheat. You know, they, they may not want a guy to cheat, but in their minds, if I get, get, get a nerdy guy, you know, that guy who's in the library, who no girl's checking for him, as a woman, I feel like, you know, I, I got something that has no value. It's not until this dude, you know, this, this guy graduates and he becomes a, a, a computer scientist or whatever, that I'm actually going to care what he does. And, and, th- and, and it breaks my heart because as a guy who actually, you know, I, to be honest, I've never really been attracted to really like non-black chicks like that, just how I've always been. You know, I grew up in a majority white community, but it just never really interested me. But, but it's like, it's hard, you know, and this is trouble a lot of millennials are going through, like guys my age in terms of, on the one hand, you know, you may be somebody who, you know, you want to be with a black woman. You want to be with this other, a children, right? But on the other hand, you know, you fall into that nerdy category. You're that nerdy black guy, you know, who's in tech, a chemical, you know, all that stuff. And, you know, you just not Tyrone. You're not, you're not like that, right? And so all the attention you get from non-black children, a lot of times, you know, dudes are going to have to make a decision. And, and what ends up happening is the, the quote-unquote, the bad boys or the Tyrones that get, do get picked, they end up cheating on these chicks. And, and, and if they don't get pregnant, they'll try to get back with a quote-unquote nerdy guy after he's graduated. And by that time, he's already with some white chick. So, that, I, I, so I'll just uh, I'll leave it for that. And, and thank you for letting me let another panel for you. Thank you so much, Hammer. Um, hold up just a second. Let me rotate you out. And Hey, Danielle, I was going to say to what Hammer said. He said something about women look for certain type of men. Uh, that that they know will cheat on them. I don't think women look for men that's gonna you cheat on them. Let, let, let me let me say this. Um, because I think it would be kind of disingenuous for women to say that a lot of us don't want men men that other women want. Um, a lot of us want the tall, handsome, good looking guy who makes six figures, um, who has a, a penis dipped in gold. We all want it. Um, most of us aren't going to get that. Most of us aren't going to get that. And so I think a lot of us do look, um, for those guys, but the problem is when we get into those types of relationships, we think that we can actually change, um, we can actually change him 
or we expect a certain level of monogamy from him that he's probably not going to provide. But I don't think a lot of women are honest um, when they get those certain type of guys. Like if a guy has a lot of access to pussy, he can turn down a few times. He can turn it down a few times, but it, it's probably not going to always be like that. What else? I don't, I don't know if women want a man without like with with all those qualities. Cause I mean, I've dated men that's tall and fat, that's short, fat. I've dated men that's skinny. Dated men that I wasn't even wasn't even attracted to because we had some type of connection. I guess I mean maybe you're speaking in general like about women wanting certain types of men, but it would be nice to get those type of men, just like men want women with big butt, smile, ways. Uh, nat where they natural hair, they want a certain type of woman, and we go all out our way to try to be those type of women to men who are cheap. Uh, well, yeah. Sister George, you said the things that you that you uh, find yourself uh, lacking is it, the reason you won't go after all that you can get is because of what you have seen co that comes along with it. So you begin to uh, reduce your standards a little bit, so to speak you can get something that may no, cause I you never best had headache. A list. I never had a no. list of this is what I want from a man. You well, just no, kind of like, yeah, no. I guess every woman is different. Well, well no, I well, agree with you, Dr. The, go ahead, Gap. Go ahead. Yeah, I ain't going to stay up here. Um, the, the, the thing that I, I think it, the conversation is trying to, uh, what I think it needs is for men and women to accept whatever when they enter a relationship, what is it that the goal is in the first place? If you're seeking a long-term relationship which leads to a, a family, then you should go into it with a set of sound principles, which typically would not include cheating. And it goes the same for the woman. You know, a lot of times we're entering relationships in you know, like some kind of just let's just go have fun uh, type, type of way and not being honest about whether or not you're really into it for the long term. And then when you're, we're in it for the long term, we fall into, you know, old habits or, or and we don't um, follow sound principles and we just make it be okay, you know, so that we can kind of do both like we 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 want to be family men and players all at the same time, and this this is a sick part of the culture, and we just need to start calling it what it is. It's a sick part, like Obsidian was was saying. It's a sick part of the culture, and we are we're we're doing everything but saying that that's what it is. We know we all have fallen. Most people have fallen victim to it in one way or another at some time in their life. But we refuse to say what it is. We start saying it's the man's nature and, and you know, making all of these excuses other than saying it's destroying the confidence in one person to another. That's all cheating is, lying to somebody. You're, anything that is destroying confidence from one person to the other is going to cause a problem. And we should just accept it and, and deal with it at, truthfully. And and then move forward. I'll rest. No, that was good coming right. here, Gab. Uh, yeah, I would I would say number one. Well, first, 
Sister George was echoing a lot of things I had said earlier in this live stream, which is number one, when the guy, the young brother Leo Anthony, I think his name was on. Yeah. And yeah. when he tried to say or suggest, or again, maybe I misinterpreted his words, but again, I don't think any woman consciously says, I want to be married to a cheating man, or I want to be in a long-term relationship with a cheating man. So that's number one. So for people who say, yeah, there's women who go after cheaters, nobody goes after cheaters. But there are women who go after guys that are very sexually desirable to other women. And they'll think that they can change that man's stripes and turn him into, you know, just yeah. like men have this saying, you can't turn a hoe into a housewife, which I've always argued that's not 100% true. Um, similarly, you know, a lot of men think, I mean, a lot of women believe they can turn a womanizer into a monogamy or into a husband. If so, bottom line, if somebody has promiscuous tendencies, they have promiscuous tendencies, period. End of story. If somebody has promiscuous tendencies, I don't care what vows they exchange, what rings they put on each other's finger, if at their heart they are still in a promiscuous state of mind, they should not even be pretending as though they want to be monogamous. And that's where cheating begins is when somebody who has promiscuous tendencies tries to give there's their their spouse or, or long-term romantic companion the misleading impression that they have changed and that they're willing to be strictly monogamy oriented no you're not you're lying to yourself and you're lying to the person you're with if you got promiscuous tendencies and that's why when i was in my 20s 30s and 40s i had a lot of promiscuous tendencies but the thing i will say in my favor is i was never willing to lie to women about it like anytime I was on the verge of a serious relationship, I would tell a woman, I would say, hey, I care for you. I'm attracted to you. I want to be in a relationship with you, but I'm going to be real with you. More than likely, I'm going to be still fucking other women. And I would say, basically, if you got a problem with that, if you think down the line you're going to have a problem with that, then maybe we shouldn't enter into this relationship. But I'm letting you know up front that if I run across a woman who I have a high degree of sexual chemistry with, there's a greater than 50% chance I'm going to fuck her. And women would be like, wow, damn, you just put it out there. Huh? You just honest with it. Huh? I'm like, yeah, I ain't trying to bullshit you. And a lot of women would, there would be someone who would say, okay, no, I'm not down with that. And I would be like, okay, but there's other women who say, okay, I, you know, as long as you honest with me about it, as long as you don't bring me home, no diseases, I'm cool. Cause here's what a lot of men underestimate. There's a lot of women, not all, but there's a good number of women who are willing to just share your dick. I've had mm -hmm. a lot of women who would tell me, I'm willing, Alan, to just share your dick. I, what I'm not going to share, I don't. if, if you're going to be developing emotions with another woman, I'm not down for that. If you're going to be spending a lot of time with another woman, both sexually and non-sexually, I'm not down for that. But if you're talking about just sharing your dick while you're out of town in Vegas with your boys, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. Have your fun. Question, have fun. Have your Let me ask you a question. How, yeah. how what percentage-wise, uh, how many people, uh, female-wise, do you does that really work out with? Meaning that they they accept the the offer that you just put on the table. Meaning, you know, 
you want to keep the relationship open because there's a chance that you're going to move forward on anything you like. Oh shoot! I've um, had I've had my some of my long term non monogamous relationships last longer than my long term supposed to be monogamous relationships. And that's are they talk. are they high caliber women or low caliber women? It depends on how you define it. What do you mean? I, I would I assume all women I deal with are high quality. But everybody has their own definition of what that is. Like looks wise, I would say pretty much every woman I've ever dealt with was high quality. Edu second to looks, I would say in terms of combination of intelligence and level of formal education, just about every woman I've dealt with has been high quality. I think high quality, the quality of the person you deal with has to do with their character. Well, that's, that's an important thing. Yeah, now, I can't say that every woman in my life I've dealt with was high quality. And I, of course, when I went into the relationship with them, I thought they had probably better character better integrity than they did only to later find out they didn't. That's usually why some of my relationships ended up ending because I thought a person, a certain woman had this level of character and integrity when in actuality, she had a different level of care. So in terms of character and integrity, no, I, I, I can't say that every woman I've dealt with was high character and high integrity. Um, but, um, but do you deserve a woman with high character and integrity? Do I'm I? not trying to be mean. I'm just saying based on Based on what you said and how your behavior is, of course, do you I, deserve you, a woman with high? I deserve, no. I deserve the highest quality. What are you talking about? With integrity, I can looks wise, okay, well, no, sex wise, okay, but integrity. I deserve a woman who's just as honest with me as I am with her. Bottom line, so period. Why wouldn't you deserve that, Miss J? It's like Miss right. J is trying to okay. suggest well, that I not deserve a liar. I don't. I don't deserve no lying bitch. If I'm on, upfront and straightforwardly honest with a woman, I deserve a woman who's upfront and straightforwardly honest with me in the story. Mr. J, do you feel so like if I'm saying so if a woman no, I'm just oh. I'm, I'm saying if a woman basically came up to you and said, Hey, if I meet a guy I'm sexually attracted to, I'm, I'm just gonna fuck him, you're okay with that? I'm either say yeah or nay. She's giving me the choice. Uh, it's my choice at that point. Which is what you want people to have. That's why I'm about my mold one philosophy, giving people the choice. If a woman presents to me, then I have the right to either say yes, I'm down with that, or no, I'm down with it. What I don't want is a woman saying, Hey, Ellen, I'm gonna always be faithful to you. I'm gonna always be monogamously faithful to you. And then two days later, she fucking a nigga behind my back. That's a low quality bitch. I don't want no low quality bitch in my life. I don't want no lying bitch in my life, no misleading, manipulative woman in my life. But I want a woman that's going to straight up tell me everything. If a woman was bold enough to say, Alan, I want to fuck one of your closest friends, one of your closest frat brothers. I might be disappointed to hear that, but at least I'm going to give her points for, for straightforward honesty, which I give points for anybody with straightforward honesty. But I don't want no liar. I, that, that's my biggest deal breaker. Everybody has their set of deal breakers when it comes to relationship. My single biggest deal breaker is, is pathologic dishonesty. I once a woman tells me like I've, I can name in, I'm thinking in my head at least three or four relationships that once they told me a major lie I was like okay we over we're done we're done. Let me let me try something real quick with you, Alan. Um, and this is for everybody on the panel um, to ponder to ponder this question. Can y'all hear me? Yeah, I yeah, can hear you. I can hear you. Okay, all right, yeah, yeah. Um, do you think? The, the kinds of relationships 
and the kinds of people that you could that we could all tell like if somebody is approaching you mm-hmm. and this is for everybody on the panel um saying that hey i want you for set right mm-hmm. and and every other guy or girl that is doing this depending on who you are it's every other encounter you have with the person do you think that's doing something negative to your self-esteem Wait, do I think it's doing something negative to your body? To, to your self-esteem. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay, to your self-esteem, but also to your body. If you're screwing everybody, everybody, I met, if, everybody if, if the higher percentage of women that I met, if I was a single guy or, mm-hmm. or a guy in a relationship, okay. uh, whatever, whatever this is, and okay. every woman that approached me or that, that I had a conversation with to... to to try and start up some kind of relationship with. And they told me that, yeah, you'd be cool as second fiddle for sex. At least I told you up front. Over time, do you think that that would begin to make you question your self-esteem? Second fiddle? Well. That you're, that you're, that you, he doesn't want you for a relationship other than just, hey, we just going to have sex. If every if every person that comes up to you like that, would well, that make you at any time question yourself as to your value? Okay, well, I'll answer the question because I've been in that situation. But the, the key thing that's tricky in how you worded that is you said if every woman. Now, if every like I said it on my channel, like there's a woman I always bring up. I don't use her real name. I always call her Sharon. It's a woman I used to deal with when I lived in California. She would be a classic example of a woman. I've had quite a few other women. Just like you have women, I'm a lot of women who men will treat as just the fuck buddy, but never the girlfriend. Yeah. I've been the, when I was in my 20s and 30s, I was almost pretty much the male equivalent of that. I would have a lot of women who would say, Alan, I would never, ever want you as my boyfriend. (laughs) They would say, I'm sorry, but you would never be my idea of long-term boyfriend material but on the comparison they'd be like for fuck buddy though i love you as a fuck buddy i love you so that's kind of in line with your question yeah i had a lot of women who would tell me alan you're not boyfriend material but you're a plus fuck buddy material and i would say honestly most of the time that didn't but there were probably at least two or three instances where it did most notably this woman who I always referred to my, on my channel when I talk about is Sharon. Like she was a, a woman who we started off as fuck buddies. And then you could say about six, seven months into our fuck buddy relationship, I caught feelings. I bet, you know, it, it, the stereotype is that women are the ones who are always going to catch feelings. But honestly, mm-hmm. I caught feelings. I was the one who first suggested that we upgrade to more of a boyfriend, girlfriend relationship. And she was blunt when she was basically like, Alan, I would never be in a long-term relationship with you. She gave me probably two or three reasons. She said one was money. At the time, this was a woman. Now, now, physically, she was drop-dead good. I always compare her to the actress. Some of y'all wouldn't be familiar with her. Her name is Sally Richardson, or now Sally Richardson. She looked like she could be Sally Richardson's sister. And... um. But she was used to, like, she had dated, like, professional athletes, 
high earning businessman. Pretty much every guy she had seriously dated was making no less than a hundred grand a year. A lot of them was making like three, four, five hundred grand a year. At the time I messed around with her, I was making like 35 grand a year. <laughs> so she was like, I was like, no one thing. She said, for boyfriend, you would never qualify. She said, because Alan, you just don't make enough money. You broke. She said, I'm sorry, hon, but you broke. Secondly, she said, you're too kinky and promiscuous. Third, she was like, your personality is so dominating and uncompromising that I know me and you would argue if we were in a real serious relationship. So she was like, you're always going to be relegated to just being my fuck buddy. Well, yeah, she, she boosted your self-esteem. I'm talking about like, because um, I hear the, I see the guys in the chat. I, I know it's different for for men, man. Um, in this scenario that I that I talked about, men probably would love. But I'm gonna just put it out there, man. Um, if you live in America, you it's a nation of whores, man. Uh, 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 men and women. Yeah, the, the 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 almost the over fifty percent is a whore mentality. You know, uh, we just do whatever we feel like doing. Whatever when, whatever nature calls us for us to do, that's what we do. I'm trying to establish a situation because it sounds like people want to make something better, but don't want to do what it takes to make things better. And I, want, I would like to see a, a system or a, a, a way of establishing best practices when it comes to relationships. And I know they, they don't have to to listen to it but when we have a conversations i can bring it up and so i'm trying to see like it, it, certain things are just simply not the best practice well, well, well like so yeah, knowing me that you know about me particularly as it relates to my books what do you think would be always my suggested step first step number one i think yours is to tell the truth yeah i mean that ain't That's the be all end all yeah. solution to everything but for me my starting point no, is is that every man and woman, and I know in some respects you can say it's unrealistic because you just inevitably always going to have your share of liars and manipulators, but yeah. a lot of problems would be solved if all men were upfront and straightforward and honest with women about the exact type of companionship they want, and all women were upfront and straightforward with men about the exact type of companionship they want. That would eliminate over well over 50% of the problem. But the reality is, on the male side, you got a lot of men who really want short-term and or non-monogamous sex with a woman, but they're willing to lie to that woman and mislead her into believing yeah. that they want long-term monogamous sex. Then on the female end, you got a lot of women who are not really physically or sexually attracted to certain men at all, but they're willing to pretend as though they are in order to use that man for his, his financial resources, material possessions, and his non-sexual attention and companionship. So you got members of both genders engaging in all these manipulative head games, being disingenuous about what they really want from each other. And that just opens the door to all these other myriad of problems. Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree with you. But how can I, we like, have a... Go ahead. Saying, but how can we have a functioning community and a functioning culture if our primary thing is just fucking? As long as I tell you I want to fuck, how is that helping anything? Well, That's just dysfunction. That, before anybody answers that, I want to get Nuradine in because we're going to get okay, ready. Okay, I'm going. I'm going. Thank y'all. I appreciate it. Thank you, Gab. 
Nuruddin, what do you think? What's going on? Well, I, I've been on the receiving end of uh, of cheating, and it, it doesn't feel too good because not only was I cheated on twice, but I was left at the altar twice because those same – it was actually two different women I was getting ready to get married to. Like, it was like uh, like, like four years apart. And what happened was their outcome turned out to be that they got with the dude – when they were cheating on me with the dudes that they were cheating on me with, their outcome was – their lives ended up, they're in debt, they're broke, they have kids, and they regret uh, cheating on a good guy for the dudes that make them who they make them, you know, kind of um, horny in the pants or whatever. And they regret their outcomes, but they still try to come back and say to me, well, I made a mistake, I'm sorry. And they're trying to get back with me after seeing that I'm having a good life without them so um the you know being on the receiving end of the cheating it doesn't feel good but i would never put it on someone else to cheat on them because they didn't they didn't they didn't deserve that i'm gonna give my uh best to that um person who ha who doesn't who wouldn't cheat on me now being being saying that i'm saying this that it has a bad outcome it has a bad outcome because what happened was, what happens is that she can make a mistake. There could be uh, STDs that could be involved. You know, you could end up with some some guy who's crazy or or whatever. And a lot of these a lot of these women out here today think that they could just change the guy who's cheating on them with their with their vagina, and it doesn't work that way. So I'm I'm with Obsidian as far as like the outcomes of the um of everything. Like what happens when it goes wrong. You're right. I mean, the quality of our relationships prove it. It's that that kind. Of, if you have that kind of culture, you're not going to have quality, long-standing, healthy relationships. It's just not short-term fucking. Is just that short-term fucking. That's not marriage. That's not relationship. That's not building a community. That's simply fucking. So you never had indicators that the the women that you were dealing with was cheating on you. Or indications of red flags, maybe? Yeah. Well, what happened was, well, sometimes, you know, like the major red flags will, will catch up to you, but sometimes it's those little red flags that you don't see that you try to ignore. But when my, my, in, my, in my cases, I wish I didn't ignore those red flags. Maybe we wouldn't, I wouldn't have, um, maybe I would have uh, uh, caught an intervention. But you know, when you're when you're cheated on twice, when you're cheated on and you're left at the altar twice, it um, puts things in perspective for you. Okay, I can absolutely say that. Um, no, I'm wow. to, it, it is always watch out for the little son. It, um, but you know what it did? It made me a, a, a good judge of character now. I don't just, you know, just do anything or, or uh, stay or just, you know, go with the prettiest smile or whatever. You got to look for the subtle, the subtle um, things that may happen. So, yeah. That's, that's drastic because you were trying to marry both. But I've been on that receiving He said he was trying to marry both women and they both cheated. So. No, 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 no. No, it was, it was, it was, no, no, it was, it was two different women. 
Right. You not, say not, not you two different women years apart, years right. later. I heard I heard what you said. That's why I say that's crazy that you tried to marry two different women at two different times in your life and you said they both cheated on you. Yeah, that's traumatic. I, I can see yeah, why that's you, a lot. That's why I was like, like oh, yeah, and, when you, and, when you, and when you said that it still hadn't changed your perspective on treating a woman good, even mm -hmm. after those two situations, that says a lot about your, your character. Yeah. Can you guys hear me? Yeah, <clears throat> what's going on, bro? Oh, Sister George, how you doing? ARC, Dr. Bay, Nerdin, Miss Jasmine. How you doing? Doing well. Uh, I hey. wanted to kind of uh, piggyback on what Alan was talking about, about, about honesty, you know, I mean, honesty cuts through all the bullshit, right? And get, you know, Gab was saying, well, we live in a horror culture. We've got this horror culture. That's like, yeah, we do, but that's because we've got freedoms, right? We got freedoms. And, you know, this whole notion of monogamy, right? Monogamy, you know, just look at the word, the root word, mono, one. This whole ask, this whole idea that you would sleep with one person. Real, real monogamy is you sleep with one person your entire life. That's very rare, right? So then to have this expectation that once you're in a marriage because, you know, you, you get the balls to make a vow and, and say, I'm never going to sleep with anybody else, that, you're, that your biology is just going to go away, is, to me, seems unreasonable. And so this is why, you know, we, we, and this is why we can say that America has a horror culture, but then we go, well, look, look at places that don't have a, whole, a horror culture. We got Sharia law. Do we want to be wrapping people in, you know, in uh, in in black sheets and and caning them if, if they cheat or you know or they you know they show their breast in public? Do we you know chopping women's heads off? Is that what we want to do? I mean, I mean, we could get rid of horror culture, but we're also going to lose freedoms in that way. And so, you know, if you wanted just to just to cut through all that, Miss J said something. She goes, she said, uh, "Well, Alan, do you deserve a woman who who has integrity?" And he goes. Well, he didn't really, I don't rem remember exactly, I didn't hear exactly what he said, but I would say this is that if you're honest about what you want, eventually you're going to find it. And, and I had the same experience as ARC. When I tell women, when I was a single man and I was telling women exactly what I wanted, it was surprising at first how many women would be willing to give that to me. And you would think like I'd say, I want to have sex with multiple women. I want to have threesomes. I want to have two girlfriends. I want to date you and another girl at the same time. And at first, you know, I was thinking the girls that are going to be into that are going to be weak. They're going to be poor. They're going to be uneducated. They're going to, you know, you, you, would, you would think, you know, I was thinking like it would be like a lower class of woman. Speak it. Speak but what it. I, but what I found the truth was, the truth was that the women were educated. They always, always had a bachelor's degree at, at a minimum. And it really usually wasn't like a, a weak, like communications degree. They had like a, a um, like a real disciplined, a, a hard degree to get, right? Where they had a master's degree or a PhD. And they were always like a six, at a six minimum. They weren't no fives or fours. And, and, and if I approached a woman who might've been like a five or, you know, she was a little, little chubbier and I'm talking to her and I talk about that, those are the women that would get offended. It'd be the attractive women, the educated women they might not all, of course, they wouldn't all like it, but they would listen to me. And some women would be like, yo, that sounds great. I'm into doing something like that. That works. I appreciate that honesty. And I'm telling you for, you know, and so when I look at this is it, when it comes to marriage, if you, if, if more men would be honest about exactly what they wanted, they could actually find the type of marriages that would make them happy. 
Amen. Yeah, but that's because Amen. everybody's cheating. Hot women want to cheat too. I'm just saying, if you're ha- you're having a relationship where both sides get to cheat, then yeah, cheaters are gonna accept that. But is that cheating? Though? Not, it doesn't say. Cheating, me, let's say, Miss J, mean you are. That's not cheating. But you're not yeah, having a long term. You're not having a long term healthy functioning relationship. You're just fucking. Well, no, but that. I mean, about? you're saying all polyamorous relationships are unhealthy. That's bullshit. That's bullshit. I didn't say all polyamorous relationships are unhealthy. Are, are are unhealthy. I'm saying if you're having a long term. You're, the women that you're talking about, you didn't have long term relationships with I them. You're not still with them. Did. Did. You're not still with them. How would you know? Dating Who, someone, for, three, dating someone for seven months to three years is not long term. I don't know. Dating someone for three months to seven to, to, to three, three years isn't long term. I was in polyamorous relationships for two, three, four years. What are you talking about? You That's not long term. That's not long term. Three years isn't long term. Three years is a long term. Four years ago. I mean, to the black community is, but I mean, you you to the black community is long term, but regular relationships that's not long term. Okay, I I know a woman. I know a woman. She's a veterinarian. Her husband is a home builder. He does like he he like helps build developments. They have an open relationship, and I'm just friends with her. Um, I'm friends with her, and. They have a great marriage. Uh, they've been happily married for over 10 years. They own multiple properties. They travel together. They have kids together. There's a lot of open relationships. And, and, and it might not necessarily be open like we could just sleep with anybody and everybody and everything else. It, no, there's always going to be some rules and there's going to be this and that. And, and I think that, you know, it's counterculture to say that. It's, uh, it's blasphemous to even say those words. How dare you speak like that? You're going against, you know... You're going against the creator, you know, is, is kind of what people are led to believe. So, Miss J, when I'm hearing you speak about this subject, it sounds like you're speaking about something you don't have much experience with. Bingo. And you haven't like they've got a book called uh, it's called what's it called? Fuck The uh, the ethical guide to like polyamory and the ethical slut. The ethical slut. That's it. Yeah. Read the ethical slut. You yeah. should read that. There's you know, there's a lot of books about this subject. But what you'll find is that. You, you can find relationships like this. So I was reading an article in a, on bitch.com or bitch magazine. There's this article written by a black woman about marriage. And what she said in this marriage, she goes, black women are oppressed because we feel like we have to have marriages a certain way. And she, I thought it was a great article. She goes, but we can have these our marriages that make us happy, that are fulfilling, that they don't have to be like our grandmother and grandfather's marriage. They can be our own type of marriages. And I think like that's kind of how I always uh, uh, approach dating. I want to be honest. I want to be upfront. I want what I want. And I want you to have what you want. But I'm going to be honest about it so I don't have to sit here and lie and dock and dodge and all that because all that does is bring pain to people. I think that we as a society um, have kind of been tricked um, about monogamy and how monogamy works. And with that being said, um, I want to start closing um, statements. I'll start with Nuruddine and then Ms. J. Nuruddine, what do you have? What do you think? Well, uh, I agree with being honest, open and honest. And if that's what the couple uh, uh, agreed to and signed on to, yeah. But um, if one party doesn't agree with it and the other party thinks it's okay, then you're going to have this infighting and then then the cheating and all that good stuff. So it, it's good to be upfront and straightforward. So that way when, you know, 
when the time comes, you know, they're not caught off guard. You know, I'd, ra- I'd rather be honest, upfront, and straightforward and give that person that option. Now, if they accept it, they accept it. If they don't, and you at least gave them that option, you inform them of what's going on. And if, you know, they, they ain't with that, then maybe they ain't the person for you. Miss J, what do you have? Uh, is that it? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I hate shit. Um, yeah, because I'm we're we're shutting it down, huh? Miss J, what do you have? Okay, I mean, if you if you find someone who agrees with that particular lifestyle and you want to go ahead and do that, then honestly, we're all adults. So it's on you to go ahead and do that. I agree. If you are into that kind of stuff, it's very helpful if you're upfront and don't, you know, have relationships with someone and sneak it in in the back end, you know, after they already caught feelings for you, you should say it upfront. And if they choose to do it, then they choose to do it. Um, honestly, I don't know of, of any type of society that has a long-term healthy functioning society if everybody does that kind of stuff or at least 50 percent of people do that it's one thing to have a small group of people have that kind of because you know you're always going to have like the counterculture to do that kind of stuff but if that's your actual culture that's probably not going to always work but you know if you find someone who's happy with that then you know knock yourself out okay um chaos marine are you here Yes. What are your final thoughts? Uh, to be honest with you, um, with this cheating thing, um, I think I hear your answers to a degree. And it might sound valid, but like I said, if it's not on paper, where at times you, like any contract, usually what this marriage does now, this black pill void contract, now they like to shack up. So it's, irrelevant at this point um we we all know we love sex we're gonna constantly keep fucking and sucking and hope that there's no consequence to it even to the point let's say a dude marries his chicken she's fucking behind the back and we'll tell the next dude decide to say you know i'm not gonna give up what i have for you i love it but imagine that dude finds out then obviously no she'll be destitute depending if he structured himself properly, which you know, a lot of dudes got to be educated. If you're going to get into this marriage and you're over six figures, like making a quarter, over a quarter million dollars more, then yeah, you need to get your priorities straight and have that um, paperwork deal with ASAP for you, you know, you and her go any further with this. Other than that, you put yourself at risk in this country. Anybody under that, I said, brothers, you know, do the best you can. If you're going to marry her, you know, marry her. And if you're going to cheat, you know what I'm saying? No, you know what I'm saying? You know, I like you and all that stuff. But but behind back doors, I'm going to be fucking on the women. So you do that. <laughs> and I said, and he said, yeah, okay. And, you know, but you come to that. Now, if she wants to do it, and he tells do that, some dudes might be on the average, won't agree to it. But at least, y'all honest. All right? Okay. Um, Obsidian, are you here? Yeah, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Where do yeah, you find uh, me? all right. So, uh, thanks for uh, having me on, and thanks for everybody here. Uh, your your parting shot, Sister George, is something that was interesting to me. You said right behind Brother Truth, 
that uh, we, and I take that we to mean black American society, was somehow misled or led astray about monogamy. I thought that a curious statement because as a black American, monogamy has been very good to me. I mean, it, it, it gave me a stable life. I mean, I shudder, I shudder to think, you know, about my fellow black Americans who've known nothing but volatility and instability and worse in their life because of infidelity, because of baby mamaism, and all the rest. And my position is I'm with Miss J on this. I mean, no matter where you fall individually, and there's always exceptions to any rule, but nobody, no reasonable thoughtful person, black American or otherwise, could take a straight, hard look at present-day black America overall and say that we have a functioning system with the way that we order our personal lives. I'm sorry. That, that, that just ain't going to happen. Now, what we do about it from here is another question. But it's pretty clear to me. It's pretty clear to me. And black women have been leading the charge on this because they're the ones who've been raising, who've been banging the drum on this. It ain't working. Like Aaliyah said, we need a resolution. And it's got to happen pretty soon. Right, right. Um, I I just feel that um, when people enter into certain contracts, and I'm talking about marriage, we don't, it's like people get into marriages and don't really have a foresight to be committed all the way to the marriage as opposed to being committed to each other. And so when you commit to each other and not the marriage, um, a person isn't really allowed to, how can I put this? I just feel like it's like unrealistic expectations depending on the type of person that you have. Um, I don't really think it's like a lot of realistic expectations as it pertains to marriage. And I think that's why a lot of cheating and a lot of things happen that we don't want because we're not, and then we're not honest about what we really want. So that's what I have to say for that. Um, ARC, what do you have? What are your final thoughts? Well, Sister George, you, you're supposed to have that drum roll ready and say, Coming up on Wednesday. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's not even your turn. Truth as I know it, what are your final thoughts in the ARC? Because you're supposed to be last anyway. I'm sorry. I got a friend. Uh, she was she's a, been a friend for a long time. And we've all it's always been just uh just a friendship. And she she's married to a dude, to this black dude, and he works for a company, he puts he works for the company that puts computer chips in all of our computers. You know this company because they got a lot of commercials. Not AMD, the real computer chip company. He's a baller. He is a baller. And his wife called me up and said, truth, truth. I was thinking about going here with my husband and maybe, you know, sharing an, another woman with him. What do, you, what do you think about this? And I'm like, why are you, ask, why are you asking me this? Why are you asking me? I, I mean... I mean, that's between you. I don't know why why you're doing this. But but I looked at that and I go, because she wants to have a happy marriage. That's why. Because she wants to have a happy marriage, right? And and I agree with Obsidian 100 percent that we the black community needs to stare this in the face. What is it gonna take to get strong families together? Um, you know, 
men, maybe black men have more testosterone and we're more hardwired to have more sex or whatever it is. I, I, I don't know. Maybe that's it. Maybe not. But we got to look at this in the face and not be fearful of it. And what I found, one of the most interesting things that I found was that, you know, all the sex with different women, um, group sex, you know, threesomes, um, you know, all, all, all that. It's, uh, it's not as fulfilling as a healthy marriage. It's not. It really isn't. And there's nothing, uh, you know, monogamy in a marriage. There's nothing better than that for the children. Everybody knows that, right? Now, here's the, here's here's another thing too. Is that we look at we look at uh, a man having sex with another woman and we call it cheating. He's cheating. How dare that dude cheat? That's fucked up. He shouldn't do that. Okay, fine. But when we look at women who, you know, they have a kid with this guy you know, and she's unmarried. And then she has a kid with that guy and she's unmarried, or maybe she is married. Now she got kids by two different men. Well, that's polyamory too. That That's harmful for the children too. But but we don't demonize that. We don't demonize that type of polyamory, polyamory like we do men having just busting a nut in a chick, in some random chick, but not having a family with her. And I, and I say, when we do that, we're not seeing reality for what it is. These are the, like, that's the way we need to approach this subject. Like, what's best that's going to help create a better culture for us all? And that's where I'm with you, old man. And also, oh man, that commercial with the zipper, I guess he's not on here. If you heard that commercial with the zipper, man, that shit had me in tears, man. Obsidian is crazy. <laughs> okay, Dr. Bay, hey, love. Dr. Bay, you there? I'm here. I'm sorry. Yes, I'm here. What are your final thoughts, honey bunny? Well, I, I like the conversation we had today. It was actually three hours. That's a long time. So I guess everybody have their thoughts and opinions on cheating. Um, but my last thoughts are I'm I learned a lot today because I didn't know that it's um women that are very accepting to men. Um cheating you know cheating on them like that's 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 crazy and then um another thing is um i just feel like just be honest like if if you see that a woman is 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 paying a lot of attention to you and wanting more from you and you're not willing to give that to her just be upfront with her and let her know and it'll probably just cease a whole lot of unnecessary and emotional strain on both ends so i just think that could kind of solve the problem that we are having as a black community. Just be real with each other. Just be honest. And Timmy, it'll probably excuse me, Dr. Bay, you gotta say mode one. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> Don't start no shit, ARC. That's Don't right. You gotta say what? Mode one. What is that? Mode one is my simple two-word phrase for upfront, straightforward honesty. Yeah, that's it. You have to be honest with people. I just no, think no, that... No, no, no. Say it, doctor. Say mode one. Mode one. <laughs> mode one. Okay, that was better. That was okay, better. so you got to be mode one. Just be real. Just be real with a person. And and just be honest. Like, I, um, I know I'm not perfect. I've been through things. I've done things. And I mean, I've heard everybody's situations where they have been in situations they like they stayed in longer than they thought they should have, and they saw red flags, and you know, but it still hadn't changed them their character, and that says a lot. So um, I feel like some some people it's in their nature to cheat, you know, that's just them, 
And if they know who they are, don't meet somebody who has has a uh, a good heart and, and has this dreaming monogamous type of situation that they want, and then you tear her her down or tear him down as a human being because you're because you are cool with just cheating on people. And I think that's the part that's messed up. Okay, concrete. Hey, friend. Hey, lady. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm back. I was in the chat and listening and stuff. I'm um, actually out of town with family, but I was, you know, still listening. This was a very, very, um, very good um, panel. I enjoyed listening to it, and I'm so glad about like the different perspectives and how they were presented on the panel today. Like, it was some, you know, good information that was presented in different um, ways in which to look at the reasoning behind, you know, some of this. But um, I definitely enjoyed everybody on the panel. Uh, you know, enjoyed a lot of the points and agreed with a lot of the points that ARC made. Um, just, you know, very spot on to me with a lot of the things that he said. But I'm thankful for everybody that came up and joined us. Um, thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you to everybody who's listening um, for supporting the channel. If you guys would do us a favor, make sure that you like the video and subscribe to the channel. And also, please make sure to tune in because next week, like we said, we'll be interviewing Mr. ARC. No, not next week. Uh, like three oh, days. Oh, sorry. The, 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 yeah, um, Wednesday. Wednesday. Yes. Yeah, this Wednesday week. at 5 o'clock p.m. Central Standard Time, 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, ARC, thank you so much for coming through and um, offering your perspective. What are your final thoughts? Yeah, well, number one, yeah, I look forward to, because I, I, I said it to you ladies before, but some people, some brothers on YouTube, they on women's channels all the time. But this is on for me, that's only be the second time I've ever allowed a woman to interview me in an exclusive manner on YouTube since I've been on YouTube. So that's a big deal for me. Usually I only let the fellas interview me. But um, as far as this subject, this was a great discussion. I think where just about everybody was in agreement. I, I don't think anybody who came through today defended cheating. Cheating, it was consensusly agreed that cheating is unethical. And that ideally it should not happen. So that as far as I was concerned, there was there was no disagreement there. Where there were a few debates and discussion was things like who cheats more, men or women, who's criticized for cheating more, men or women. Uh, what are the, some of the consequences of cheating, and so on and so on. And I would just simply say, unlike one or two people who I, I won't say their name, Miss J, um, who came across as a bit judgmental. I don't have a problem with anybody's choices for sexual companionship. In other words, if you down for long-term sexual companionship, more power to you. Short-term sexual companionship, more power to you. Monogamous sexual companionship, more power to you. And if you into non-monogamous or polyamorous sexual companionship, more power to you. All I'm about is be up, have the balls and backbone to be upfront and straightforwardly honest about that shit. It, it, on paper, it's very simple. It's nothing rocket science about it. Where it's challenging for some people is when it comes to their individual character, their individual integrity. 
Some people just plain and simply, they don't have the character. They don't have the integrity. They don't have the confidence and courage to be upfront and straightforwardly honest about what type of sexual companionship they want. But you need to challenge yourself on a daily basis and be upfront and straightforward. And I heard my book plugged without people realizing they was plugged because I have a book called Upfront and Straightforward. I kept hearing that term, Upfront and Straightforward. But that's what it's all about. To me, that's always the starting point. Whoever you're dealing with, tell them up front and straightforwardly, I want this. And like the guy who goes by truth, as I know it, I think his name was, he mm-hmm. said, you'd be surprised who will go for it. Particularly if you're talking to men and respect the women. There were women that I thought would say, no, I'm not down for sharing you, Alan, with other women that, were, that did end up saying, I'm cool with sharing you with other women. I don't have a problem sharing you with other women. And a lot of times I, I, my eyebrows were actually raised, even though I was the one presenting it to him. I would be like, damn, she actually went for this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, real talk. I, sometimes, sometimes I would say it to women expecting them to be like, hell no, I ain't down for that shit. And they would be like, oh, I'm cool with that. I'm cool oh, with wow. that. And uh, so, yeah, you never know if you, because uh, some guys will say to me, oh man, all women are going to reject you if you say, I want to have a threesome with you and your best friend, or I want to be in a relationship with you and have the freedom to have sex with women on the side. Oh, they know that's not true. A lot of women will veto that, but there's a good number of women who will say, yeah, I'm attracted to you enough that I'm allow you to have sex with other women or an additional level, if only occasionally. So that's my thoughts. Again, I want on Wednesday, I, I want you guys to ask me some of the juiciest questions Ooh, I want this to be on fire. We got in trouble. I want it to be so fire, so lit, that like two or three days after it happened, people like, damn, did y'all hear that interview? Oh, Nick Down and Alan Roger Curry. Damn, that shit, man. That shit was, man, that was so lit. That shit was fire. <laughs> So I got to come listen to that. You said Wednesday? Hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's going to be a juicy one. So <laughs> on that note, I will say, ladies, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Thank you. I look forward to the discussion later on. You thank do. you, thank ARC. You. Thank you. Thank you so much. Well, this was one for the books. I want to thank everybody who joined our panel, everybody in the chat. Thank you guys so much for the cash apps that we received. Um, we hope you guys have a great start to the week. Um, be safe and we are out. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Thank y'all. We're to come back on Wednesday. We will be having ARC in the building. See you guys. All right. Thank y'all for having me on the show. It was so fun. Thank you so much, Dr. Bay. Thank you. I enjoyed it. No, I had fun with you ladies. It was beautiful just to hear the different perspectives. And we're hoping to do something like an all-females panel soon where maybe we can get someone like Miss J, you, a couple other, um, you know, um, Black women and just kind of give our perspective on a few different things. So we're hoping to put something together like that in the future. But thank you so much for joining us. Oh, no problem. I know a lot of people were talking about my accent because I'm from uh, from the South. <laughs> but it's just heavy. It is high to you. Oh, can you say that's just my baby daddy? Can you just say that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, I love y'all. y'all. I'll talk to y'all later. Have a good Sunday. Thank you. She is a real doctor. Bye, you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>